controversy. That's the media. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack. <laughs> yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Uh, we back one more time, man. This is the Reduce Lunch Action Sports News Desk. It is your man's in the building. So faithful. One more time. One of your favorite sports artists, Dedrick L. Hicks Jr. in the building. As always, I'm going to Black, what's up, Black? Black, what's up? Another episode. It's your man's Black, one of your sports artists. Ready to rock and roll. Yes, sir. And as always, we are greeted by the presence of my main man, Bricks. What's up, bro? Yes, sir. Casual Jags fan. We here to kick off tonight. Hall of Fame game. Yes, sir. If it's the games, we're we'll joined, you know, by one of the good guys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my main man, Papa Gary. You know what I'm saying? We got my man, Black's father, in the building live, and he gonna chime in on some of these things. I'm gonna warn y'all now. Y'all think Black passionate. <laughs> Y'all think black can, you know, raise the levels on the mic. You know, my man's Papa Gary can also do that. But we're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to go ahead and get started. So uh, just a quick little rundown what we got going today, man. We're going to talk NFL Top 100, the blasphemous list uh, that they put out top 10-wise last night. All right, we're also <laughs> going to talk our top five receivers coming into the 2019 season. Uh, of course, we're going to talk home team, our right, Jacksonville Jaguars. We're going to get a training count, Jalen Razmi. Jalen Ramsey, uh, uh, entrance into training camp. We're going to get into Ngakwe. Why did he turn down that contract that would have made him uh, hmm. the fourth highest paid uh, defense alignment in football? Uh, and we're also going to talk a little Dallas Cowboys. This is a sweet symphony. I'm, I'm starting to realize some things. I'm not going to be naive like other Dallas Cowboy fans with our salary cap situation. We're going to talk NBA. We're going to talk boxing. And we're going to get into some other news and notes. Uh, before we get out of here today. But, of course, of course, as always, as always, man, we always want to keep the wrestling vibes alive, alive here on the sports desk. So we have one more. I, I've been looking and looking for, for clips of different things, but The Rock just never disappoints. Never. He never, ever disappoints. You come out here and you run your mouth, and every single week you subject all of us to watch you stand in the middle of the ring, grab a microphone, and you say this. I'm to the <laughs> I hope he doesn't defend the game. Tonight, uh... <laughs> And in this very ring, uh, for the next 20 minutes, uh, I'm going to be talking uh, and saying absolutely nothing. Uh. So, yeah, man, shout out to The Rock, you know, uh, Triple H just celebrated his 50th birthday this past Sunday, so we want to pay a little homage to Triple H getting done up uh, by The Rock, you know what I'm saying? So, Rock is all-time great. You can catch that. Uh, I think that was 1999, all right, when Triple H was making his run as the WWF champion for the very first time. All right. All right, man. So, let's get to it, man. All right, we're going to get into our Tweet of the Week coming up right now. And, you know... NFL Top 100 is a great thing, you 
know, I think they've done it uh, probably about five or six years, uh, maybe longer than that even. And going into the top ten, I kind of had an idea, Black, you know, what the top ten was going to look like. And had some beef here and there with some other players not being ranked in their right positions. But uh, before we get into how we feel about the top ten, I came across a few fans who kind of have a similar feeling as we do. My man Matthew Goodwin at Football Jedi. He said, okay, real quick before I go to bed. Tom Brady won a Super Bowl again. His sixth one at that. And the NFL Top 100 has his man ranked number six. Oh, and let's not forget Patrick Mahomes won the MVP, passed for 5,100 yards, passed for 51 touchdowns, and he was ranked number four to Drew Brees at number two. Come on, NFL. Let's get right. At Dan Florals, all right, my man Dan Sports News. At Dan Sports News, Patrick Mahomes is essentially a rookie playing his first full season. Put a 51 total touchdowns in one year and was the MVP. We rank him the second best quarterback in football. Why? Because Drew Brees broke an old, broke down Brett Favre record. Last but not least, at Elizabeth Young, I've been puking all day. I've actually been really sick, but now I'm even more sick. I thought it was over. Then I saw Tom Brady came in at six at the NFL Top 100 after winning his sixth Super Bowl championship, third straight Super Bowl appearance, only to be unseated by Drew Brees. Wow. Those were our tweets of the week, so let's get to it. Shout out to those tweets that took place last night while this TV show was airing. So, Black Man, I'm going to save my sentiments, man. I'm going to save them, man, because I'm still getting myself together. Let's get right into the top 10. Let's get into the top 10 and, and, and let's discuss the top 10 on the NFL Top 100. And what do you have, you know, to say about that, Black? Or right, well, let's just start with the whole thing overall. Let's just talk about it. What you got? Overall, I think, uh, overall, I think that they, I, I think it was kind of biased this year, man. Mm-hmm. I think it was kind of biased. Uh, Especially towards the top ten, um, it's people in the top ten. I feel like shouldn't even be there. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. Don't get me wrong. Uh, oh, and I wanted to bring this up too. Mm-hmm. We were talking about Casey Hayward. How how is he not in the one hundred? I don't Hitch know. Junior, can you <laughs> can you kind of? I, I don't know how. Tell Casey, me about that. I, I think Casey Hayward a top five, top seven. Defensive back in football, he is. He might be. He might be top three or four, and he went in on the list. On he the was, list, he came at one hundred and three. Came in at one hundred and three. So I'm not really understanding that whole dynamic. Uh, but with we go, yeah. yeah. First of all, mm. I just want. I, for, <laughs> someone may. I don't know if y'all going to agree with me this or not, but I've been. We are we are big football fans for sure. Don't get me wrong. We got some dominating. Defensive linemen, D-tackles. Aaron Donald, they got that right on the head. I feel like he should have been number one. No problem. Best defensive player in the the league the past couple years here. They got that right. Okay. But I want to speak on Von Miller being number 10. I feel like Von Miller should have been a top five in this. I feel like he should have been in the top five. Wow. I feel like he should have been in the top five. Don't get me wrong. Based on, I'm going based off of overall what he's done. We know what type of player Khalil Mack is. We know, we know, we know. But the consistency 
that uh, Von Miller has given us over the past over the past years in keeping it there. He doesn't tell down. I feel like Von Miller should have been on top. Not saying Khalil Mack shouldn't have been where he was at. So who are you replacing him with in the top five? I think I think Drew Brees and Gurley should have been out. I'm replacing I'm replacing I'm replacing Von Miller with with uh Drew with Gurley, and then let's talk let's talk I'm let's talk about Drew Brees. Incredible year, you know he always I feel like he always does this, but him being number two, <laughs> I'm. Re- I'm replacing Von Miller with Drew Brees. Let me let me say that. I'm sorry. You will put Von Miller the second best player in football. No, but I'm saying. Oh, him just out of the top out, five. Okay. Him just being All right. out. All right. Okay. Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. You tell the, you incredible year. What sixteen? You had you you averaged sixteen touchdowns last. You you had sixteen touchdowns last year. May, maybe seventeen. I could be, I could be wrong, but. Towards the end, of the second half of the season, you start telling off. Injury prone, uh, wasn't coming through, missing games. So you telling me that you, as a top five player in this league, over Ezekiel Elliott? Mm, talk about it now. Huh? Talk about it now. This man, last year alone, played 15 games. A hundred and uh, three hundred and four touches, fourteen almost fifteen hundred yards on the ground, six touchdowns. Okay, okay. If you want to base it off people getting in the end zone, okay, I understand that now. But overall, I feel like the list is like who was the best at what they do. Ezekiel Elliott got burned 18? 18. And not only that. They basically were saying Zeke was the third best back in the league. No they, way. They had Kamara ranked in front of uh, no Ezekiel way. Elliott. No way. <laughs> I just want to. I black. feel like Zeke Elliott should have been in the top five right along with Von Miller. I was highly upset about Von Miller. Highly upset. Drew Brees, he could have been. You could have put him. You could have put him down there around Aaron Rodgers like 10. Okay, that's, that's cool. But number two. Number two, you put this man. All right. Yeah, before we toss it to toss it to Fred, I'm gonna go down <laughs> the top ten just so everybody can be familiar. Our listeners out there who might not have had a chance to watch uh, the NFL 100, we're gonna go through the top ten. And number ten, you have Von Miller. His ranking was ninth last year. All right. Uh, Julio Jones uh, was ranked number nine. All right. His ranking last year was number four. All right. You had Aaron Rodgers at number eight, who improved from his ranking last year where he was number ten. All right, you had Antonio Brown at number seven. All right, he dropped. He was the number two player last year in NFL Top 100. And you had Thomas Edward Brady at number six. At number six, he was ranked number one last year. All right. Uh, Number five, Todd Gurley was number five. Uh, I don't, let's see, Gurley ranked number six last year. So he improved one spot from last year. Patrick Mahomes. Wasn't ranked at all. He didn't play the year before. He came in at number four. We're going to talk about that, ain't we, Fred? <laughs> Khalil Mack, he was ranked 16 last year. He finished number three on the list. Number three. Wasn't, wasn't mad about Khalil Mack being a top five player. You had Drew Brees coming in at number two. He finished number eight the year before. And you had Aaron Donald ranked number one this year, finished seven last year. So, Fred, you know, where, where, where you at with what you heard? Um... How you feel about that top ten? You got any issues there? 
Anybody you would replace? Anything? Uh, all the people I'm taking out. Uh, Tom, uh, Todd Gurley, fuck out of here. Uh, Tom Brady, fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, he won the Super Bowl, but I mean, we're talking about just the player, best player individually. Like, player. He fell off a lot last year. Like, he did. You know, um, he did. But he got that six. Yeah. He, he, uh, right. He if this rings. was the Super Bowl <laughs> list, he could be on Tempo. Yeah, if it was the top 100 Super Bowl who got the most rings, he on that list. Tempo. But we're talking about the top, yeah, we're talking about the top players. You know, like we was having a draft just for next year. How many players on this list um, am I taking before Tom Brady? You know, like, and you don't get Belichick. If I'm telling you, start the franchise. Are you not taking, no. You gonna take me to Jalen Ramsey before they took Tom. Like, Hey, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> Julio Jones, fuck out of here. I'm not giving anybody, any receiver that's, that has the that six, five, six, six. Like DeAndre, don't give me that either. Like, I could take Mike Thomas because he's, what, five, nine. And, uh, you know, Julio. No, he's, he's six foot. He over six foot. Oh, Michael that, Thomas? Oh, yeah. Michael six, Thomas. He's like six, two, six, six, three. Yeah. Six, yeah. three. I ain't know he that. He's a big receiver. He's a big guy. He's a big receiver. Damn, I ain't know he was six, three. I just, I just learned something new on the, uh, on the show. But I don't know. I guess I'm not as – I love the wide receiver position, no doubt. But I just think you have to be a special, special receiver um, to get in the top ten. Julio Jones is special. And I'm just I'm – being, I'm, I'm being a little – Harsh on him. I would actually put him ahead of. Um, no, I would. I like Antonio Brown way yet because I think just out of the, out of the best one, like he he doesn't have the advantages all these other guys have. Like when I look at Calvin Johnson, he probably did the best with that skill set, being big and like he was unstoppable. Like I look at the Falcons sometimes and it's like it's two or three times Julio Jones just pop out to you, but Megatron, them, that dude was unstoppable all game, all season. You just went. Like most, you see most unstoppable all season, and I don't get that same vibe from them. I'm sorry, I just don't. They great, 1600 yards, 10 touchdowns, great, but I don't get that. Oh, this nigga's unstoppable. Now we can put a game plan together to slow your ass down, and we can beat y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just think if he was so good, they wouldn't lost 28 three. You know, you don't lose 28 three with a receiver supposed to win the best in the league. Um, Jalen Ramsey should have been in the top 10. Due to the Jaguars, he's not, uh, which I can accept. Yeah, I think Von Miller should probably be higher. I like Aaron Donald. But top five not, higher? Um, I, it don't have to be top seven. It don't have to be top five. Who is this? Uh, Von Miller. Von Miller. My beef is with Bobby Wagner because everybody keeps telling me this is the best player, like linebacker <laughs> in the league, the best linebacker. And it's like five yeah. linebackers ahead of this nigga on this list. Like, that's that's my only thing. Like, why is there so many linebackers ahead of him yeah. on the list where Madden got him ranked as number one? The analyst got him ranked as number one. The, you know, everybody. My mama got him ranked as number one. <laughs> but, they, but the NFL players are not putting him in the damn. Was he in the top 20? Yeah, he's like 15. TJ Watt. They put TJ Watt ahead of him. Right. That, I, I, can't, I can't go for that. And it's and it's a it's a crying shame that Patrick Mahomes is number four. I think Aaron Donald is a perfect football player, like for sure. the perfect defensive for lineman. For sure, but um, for sure. I, I also think Warren Sapp was the perfect defensive lineman oh, in no, his man. his heyday. In his heyday, for sure. Not like, not like Aaron Donald, bro. Sapp, bro. Sapp, Warren Sapp, boy. Boy, that was a boy. That was boy. Unguardable. It was like a three, four-year stretch. That was unguardable, bro. This man this man had over 15 sacks from the defensive tackle position last year. Okay, bro. cool. 
That's 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 like unhurt. You you really don't get that from D tackle. Okay, you really don't. Do we need to read you some Warren Sapp numbers? <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, but <laughs> get you a couple of YouTube it's, highlights. It's, I understand what he's done, but I'm uh-huh. saying it's not on the level of what Aaron Donald is doing, bro. He doing this. He doing this consistent, consistently, consistently, bro. From the D tackle position, Warren Sapp. I, I ain't finna say. I'm not saying Warren Sapp was a bad guy, but he wasn't averaging over 15 sacks per, per season at the defensive tackle position. He wasn't doing that. Yeah, we're going to have to fact check and, and, that, and, sir. Bro, like, look, We're going to have to fact check that one, sir. Aaron Donald being at number one is it, good because he's the most dominant defensive player oh, in the well, NFL. Yeah, no, no, no well, debate well, here. Well, Sapp, in his rookie year in 1995, he had three sacks. <laughs> but in 1996, mm-hmm. nine sacks. 1997, 10. Mm-hmm. 1998, dipped down to seven. But then 1999, 12.5. Two, year 2000, 16.5. Okay. And I mean, for the rest of his career, it looked like he's averaging about six or seven after that. He maybe was with Tampa Bay maybe two years after that. Yeah, so, um, that's and then for he career. Had, he had, so then his he, best year, he gave you 16. And he gave you, he gave you 10 in he 2006. 10 almost the year out the door. Out the door, he, he gave you 10. 10 sacks. So, so like, we're talking about consistency much, on the career tilt. Yeah, Aaron, so, Aaron Donald only been in the league three years. Yeah. So, right. So like, I get he having a great start. Though. He on his way now, he, but Sap done, and we yeah. we seen it. All right. So okay, if he can Aaron have Donald, a ten year career, he's been in the league since three or four years, right? His first year he had nine sacks. His second year he had eleven sacks. Sixteen he had eight. Seventeen eleven, and this man had twenty twenty and a half sacks last year. Yeah, we not we not di- we not dissing Aaron Donald at all. We not dissing him at all. But Sap career is done. He's done. So Aaron Donald got some work to do to even be put in the class with Sap because he could fall off. Yeah, he could like, fall off. He could. Like you just don't know how people' careers gonna go. Exactly. I was just about to say when Sue came to the league, he was the one. Yeah, and he had. Unstoppable. But, but then something never, happened. You were never talking about Sue in the sense of him being the most dominant defensive. defensive when he came in the league, he was. When he came in the league, he was. There was no one better. <laughs> yeah. There was no one better than, than Dominic Sue for at least three years straight on the defensive line. Yeah. Until J.J. Watt started making some noise. Because yeah. it took Watt to get a minute to get going. He ain't coming to the league <laughs> blazing. But, but I like so y'all feel like them numbers you just told me from Warren Sapp, that's consistency. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. On, on his way, y'all, he had 10 sacks the year he yeah. retired. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he should retire. He had two yeah, sacks. Yeah, yeah, he was good at the end. I'm saying this. Oh. Well, we, we, not, we, like, we know what you're saying. This man had 20. No. We just saying. We just saying. We got to watch. We just got to watch. This man had 20.5 sacks. Yeah, huge. From the deep tackle position. Huge. That's with a double team. <laughs> huge. That's with a double team. <laughs> huge. Huge. I'm, okay. I'm not discrediting right. Aaron. The only reason I'm saying that is because I think Patrick Mahomes should be number, number one. one on this. Number we've, one. Yeah, for sure. Never seen. For sure. I'm saying about Aaron Donald, we've, we've seen, seen great T-Tat. Not, like, not year one. We've seen some great Not year one. Not year one. Never. We've never not seen year year one. one. We've never seen this. You can't name another we've quarterback who never. Of course not. But we. Y'all acting like we have never seen this before, though. We, didn't but, but we haven't. But Peyton we was haven't. Like a year eleven or twelve when he accomplished. We haven't seen this. Yeah, we haven't seen from this. a twenty-two-year-old. He's only the fourth person to do it. He's only the fourth person to do it. In his first year of starting, starting. professional yeah, that's football, that's, we never seen. We've that. never ever seen a twenty-two-year-old kid step on the field, <laughs> get you fifty-one tubs, yeah. fifty-one thousand in the air, 
and win the MVP unanimously. This is unheard of territory. You got to put him number one. Got to. He got to be number one, dog. He touched the ball every play, play, dog. Donald, he makes impacts. games, bro. He changed defensive change and plays. Okay, cool. But he don't touch the ball every play. You ain't. Hold on, hold on. Let's let's go let's go back to the Monday night game. And that was supposed to be in Mexico City. You know who made the sack to get the Rams back to turn over the ball from Pat Mahomes fumbling the ball. You know who made that sack? Aaron Donald to get the Rams the ball back and why you to win it? the game. And why you had it what the final score was. It was 61-59. <laughs> yeah, so don't come tell me about no Aaron Donald if he gonna what? eat Pat the game. But he gave no 59 saying. on the back end. Patrick Mahomes took for seven <laughs> touchdowns, 539 yards. Get that out of here, Black. Who made the, get who that out of here. play to get the Rams the ball back to change the That's game? That's great. That's great. One play. Great. Okay, he got his hands on the ball one play. Okay. But Robert Woods, Jared, no Jared got the Robert Woods was a touchdown that sealed it. Yeah. Aaron Donald's fumble didn't go for a fumble recovery. He picked up and scored a touchdown with it. That's no, not what happened. Play changed the game. And that's cool. The ball Mahomes threw touchdown, seven touchdowns. Right? <laughs> Mahomes threw seven. But who fumbled the ball? Mahomes threw seven. Oh, okay. okay. All right. All right. I believe when you say Hunt okay. Black, Aaron Donald is the first person he sees. <laughs> when when Mahomes says Hunt, who's right there? Yeah. Okay, I'm just saying. But, you know, it ain't, 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 ain't no disrespect here for Aaron Donald. I'm going to get my thoughts on it real quick. Aaron Donald, I don't have a problem with the NFL 100 naming him number one. I don't have an issue with that. But I feel like Fred, Pat Mahomes should definitely, dog, be the number one player. And the how simple, the four, how does he get the four? four. Let's four. talk about how he get the four. I'm going to tell you how he got the four. Because you put Drew Brees at number one. What was you flunkies thinking in the NFL? I'm talking to the players. This ain't the media. Yeah, this this ain't fans. Players, yeah. This the players. So y'all mean to tell me. When you look on your schedule, you say, oh, man, we play the Saints. Okay, cool, man. Drew Brees, you know. We're going to get ready to go for Breeze. But you go two weeks down the road, I guarantee that tone change when you see you got to go to Arrowhead and 15 out there waiting on you because you know yep. he could drop seven to eight on you real quick, yep. go for another five or 600 on you. Yep. That scary. It's scary. It's scary. It's scary. And no disrespect to Breeze, though. He a legend. He going first battle Hall of Fame. All that, bro. Yeah. But he don't dog, he don't belong nowhere near Patrick Mahomes on this list. He don't. Why is he, he number two? Can some <laughs> Can somebody give me a logical reason? Don't give me your fan reason. Don't give me your emotional reason. Can someone give me a logical reason why Drew Brees was the number two player on this entire list? I, I got a. Oh, please enlighten me, sir. Oh, because they got robbed in the NFC Championship, so they wanted. That's the. That's the package. So let me. That's the. Yeah. And that's give super Drew trash. Brees the number two player spot. And that's super because, trash. <laughs> that's the only thing I can come up with. What that's other, super trash, what other, man. It's no other reason you can put him in front of Pat Mahomes. That's super trash, man. Listen to these you, stats, They was like, dog. you know what? We screwed up in the NFC Championship. So we're going to give Drew Brees the, the, uh, the, the, the number two spot that is, on the uh, 100 players That is stupidity at its finest. <laughs> <laughs> That's his the finest. only thing I can come up. You can come up with something else. No, nah, I don't have anything oh, for you, but okay, I do have okay. some numbers I want to throw at you just for these seasons. All right, Pat Mahomes. All right, sixty cent percent completion percentage. That was tied for second in the NFL last year with Ben Roethlisberger and Matt Ryan led the way with the most uh, completion percentage. All right, with number one. So Pat Mahomes finished number two. He threw for fifty one hundred yards. I said he threw for fifty one hundred yards. He passed for 51 touchdowns. He only had tw he had 12 picks. With the volume that he threw the football, only him only getting 12 picks, that's superb. 
I'm still looking for Drew Brees' name on the top 10 list. Oh, wait, he's not there. He finished him at 13. Drew Brees' name is last year. Don't get me wrong, the times we're living in the NFL for a quarterback to throw for 4,000 yards, that's common. But people can't throw for 5,000. You got to have that special thing to throw for 5,000. So there was only two quarterbacks who threw for 5,000 yards last year. Pat Mahomes and Ben Roethlisberger. Those are the only two that threw for 5,000 yards last year. Drew Brees finished at 13. He threw for 3,990 yards last year. He had 32 touchdowns. Mahomes had 51. That's almost 20 more. So you're going to tell me that Drew Brees belongs at number two and Pat Mahomes is number four? And if you want to keep it funky, Tom Brady finished number six, uh, finished number seven last year. He threw for 4,400 yards last year. 4,400 yards with an additional 11 touchdowns. No, excuse me, 29 touchdowns. Drew Brees is number two on this list at 13. Drew Brees threw for 32 touchdowns. But almost... A thousand yards less than Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. So why is he? Why? And no disrespect to Breeze. I tell you what he's about. No disrespect to Breeze. But let's finish up this list real quick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> on this top ten real quick. I hear what y'all saying about Von Miller. You know, being the top ten player. I I, 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 I totally feel you on that. Maybe he could have been maybe seven or eight. But I don't think he's a top five no. player. No. Can somebody also give me a logical explanation why Ezekiel Orathal Elliott (laughs) was not the number one running back on this list? And this is not biased. Mm -hmm. Most people who listen to our show, I'm going to think they watch football. I'm going to think that they do. His number speaks for itself. Now, I had a guy tell me earlier today, did you see the playoff game, dog? Did you see what Gurley did to y'all in the playoff game? Yeah, I saw the one play he rushed for 68 yards, and that's it. Sure, that was it. And that was it. It was a big but I saw, who but I saw, that But thank you. But I, but I saw <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott running dudes over, left and right. But he didn't get that third and one. He didn't get that third and one to keep the ball going. He already had 100 plus yards rushing on 38 carries. What more do you want the man to do? But you mean to tell me because Todd Gurley had one rush for 68 yards and he only averaged a whopping 3.2 yards per carry after that rush? He's better than Ezekiel Elliott? Ezekiel Elliott, he won a rushing title last year. 1,400 1400 yards last year. Todd Gurley had 1,200 yards last year. I'm not the best math major. I don't have all But I think 1,400 it's more than 1,200. I think, I think I'm right about that. I think so. So I, I just, I, I need, and then I need to hear about this Alvin Kamara situation who split carries. You got a guy who split carries. He split carries with Mark Ingram last year. And he's went higher than Ezekiel Elliott? Did Zeke split carries last year? Does anybody remember Zeke splitting carries? With nobody. Okay, let the league in carries, let the league in rushing. What we talking? Oh, because he had the seven, six touchdowns last year. Okay. That's okay, what fine. it is. Okay, fine. That's why, that's why he's okay, not fine. in the top five. Okay, fine. If he would have had over 10D, they would have put him in the top five. They would have had to. It's egregious. It is. I agree with you. It's egregious. I agree with you. On totally. the highest level. This man killed it for me last year in fantasy. Egregious. Killed it. Egregious. Killed it for me. For him to be number 18 on this list, is absurd. For sure, at the highest thank order. You, thank you, Pop. It's absurd. <laughs> at the highest order. And I'm not a Dallas Cowboy fan. We just keep it real. Just keep it real. Keep it 100. There's no way Todd Gurley was better than Ezekiel Elliott last year at all. 
If you want to go off the 17 touchdowns he had last year, that's fine. Okay, if you want to base it off that. But you're talking about a running back who was ill a second half of the season and was carried by Anderson. I can't. I don't even know his first name. Who was carried in the second half of the season by Anderson. Come on, man. Like, Zeke, Zeke did it by himself. I don't even know who y'all backup running back was. It was Alfred Morris who only had oh, okay. 23 carries the whole season. I thought they just signed him for the – I didn't even know he played for y'all he played last year. Played for us year. last year. I didn't even know that. He played for us last year. How, and how often did he play? Uh, he had like 38 carries the whole season. <laughs> so, you know hey, – we on, we, in the, we on the same we on the same page, dude. This is, this is bias. They got this bias. They got this bias and Jalen bias and Von Miller on my part. You know – Dallas Cowboys fans like the dog. You know what I'm saying? But I want to know how you feel about Zeke basically being told he's the fourth best running back in the league. Because you were right earlier, Saquon Barkley is ahead of him. wasn't for the suspension last year. He was the Russian leader <laughs> two years, years ago. Three years ago. <laughs> three years ago. Let's not forget well, that. Oh, we forgot about that. I forgot. Yeah. About <laughs> and then he was in the top ten even with the six-game suspension. Oh, oh. So let's don't, let's don't get it twisted. I got Ezekiel Elliott, since he's been in this league, has been the most productive running back in the NFL. He has. I just I want to get this off. I want to get this off real quick. I just want to get this off real quick. Papa Gary, talk about, I know we're talking about Zeke, but I just want to say this about Vaughn. I can't cross some stats from Vaughn over his career. 2011 rookie year, 11 and a half sacks. 2012, 18 and a half sacks. 2013, he had five sacks. 2014, 14 sacks. 2015, 12 sacks. 2016, 13 and a half sacks. 17, he had 10 sacks. Last year, he had four, 15 and a half sacks. Bro. Who's this? Von Miller. Von oh yeah, Miller. I ain't got no problem with him being a Von top Miller. ten player. I don't understand. I don't. I don't got him top five though. <laughs> I don't got him with Khalil. I got Khalil Mack better than him. I got Khalil Mack better than him. How long Khalil Mack been in the league? Oh, about years? five years. About five he years. Been five years. Yeah, five years. Played three in Oakland. It's his second year in Chicago. Yeah. No, this is he going into his second year. In Chicago. Yeah, second year with Chicago. Five years. Two. So he he going to his fourth. Fifth year. year. He going to his fifth year. Three in Oakland. Year. He going to his he fifth got year. He got drafted the year before Zeke and Amir, right? Nah, Zeke came. They came they in the same year. year. They came in the same. No, Zeke came a year later. It, him and so Ramsey came, came in together. Them, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. All right. I, One last thing, and I'm interested to get Fred's uh, take on this uh, NFL Top 100. So many players and so many conversations that can keep going. But um, <clears throat> Stefan Gilmore is a decent player. He's decent. Stephon Gilmore is a decent player, dog. I'm not saying that Gilmore, you know, is a a lame dunk, a lame duck defensive back. But can anyone (laughs) can anyone tell me how Jalen Ramsey is at 27, who was number 17 last year, Mm -hmm. 17. Mm And Gilmore is 22 on this list. So you're telling me and all of America, because we know who the best defense, the best cornerback in football is. Mm-hmm. We know who he is. And he playing Jacksonville, Florida. He don't play 
in New England. He don't play in Boston. What y'all looking at? If I can recall, they be throwing the Gilmore side. Oh yeah. They throw over there. They throw the Gilmore side. Jalen might get the ball thrown over there twice. And that's because they on the seven yard line. I only seen Jalen get burnt twice last year. In 16 games, and that, didn't miss one game. That was on missed coverage too, bro. Those two times we were talking about. But we're talking 16 games. Okay. We're talking 16. Yeah. 16 NFL football games. This man only got That man only got burnt twice. Missed coverage. Miss coverage or not, he only got burnt <laughs> twice last year. He wouldn't have been burning too if the coverage wasn't messed up. I watched the AFC Championship game, and I saw what Tyreek Hill did to Gilmore. Yeah. I saw when Aaron Rodgers let Devontae Adams eat Gilmore live yeah. last year on Sunday Night Football. Now, I don't remember all the games, but I do remember that Jalen Ramsey continuously stands on the left side of the field with his hands on his hips, wondering, am I going to get a chance to sweat today? <laughs> am I going to get a chance to move around and show my defensive skills? So what does that tell you? What does that tell you? Because I remember the AFC Championship game the year before last, how many times Jalen? How many times Brady threw the ball over there? Not one time. Okay. <laughs> so Fred, I'm pretty sure you can kind of let us know a little bit more on to Gilmore at 22 and Jalen Ramsey at 27. Yeah, the guy. I'm trying to get Tyreek Hill uh, his stats he had on Jalen. <laughs> oh no, not on Jalen, but on. Uh, well, yeah, actually on Jalen. Let's see, he had uh, on Gilmore. Well, this is what he did on Jalen um, last year. He had 61 yards. Yeah. Um, uh, who is that we talking about? Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Tyree Hill. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he was uh, targeted seven times. Uh, only caught four of them. Had that um, one big run. Yeah, had, yeah, had, a, had one, had a one, yeah. one. Pretty much one big catch on him. You know, this guy, we talking about, he put up 142 on uh, Gilmore, you know, um, yeah, with an average of twenty per catch. They, uh, how many? How many uh, yards? Twenty per catch. Fred, they played twice, so give give. Both, and, and the long was seventy five yards. So by what, the way, what was the oh, first, right? What was the regular yeah. season? Yeah, the, the regular season. Yeah, this was the regular game? season game. Regular season. Oh, yeah, okay. with seventy five yards being the longest. His long was it was long on Jalen was only thirty six yards. So we ain't talking about a football. It was thirty six yards, but we talking about the football field. You know, he, he stretched the whole football field on your boy, uh, Gilmore. And I, and I just think it's ahead, with, with Jalen Ramsey, it's, it's it's just a product of the Jags and how the league looks at the Jags. You know, we've only made the playoff once in the last 33 Decade. years. So, um, like, I mean, how they looking at it, they trusted us one year. And they didn't even trust us the year we lost to the Patriots. Correct. Because everybody feel okay, they might win three, four games. But the year after that, that was the one year the NFL gave us a shot. Like, you know, we're going to y'all the primetime game. We yeah. going – hell, we couldn't even make it to the primetime game. Halfway through the season, they cut that shit short. They canceled it. You know what I'm saying? Canceled it. You know what I'm saying? So, the NFL, they, they – they, yeah, they knee deep on how they feel about the Jaguars. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're oh, signing foes. Oh, that's cool. Great. Whatever. You know, like, they're not – nobody's getting fooled no more. Like, so I – you know, it's just a, it's a lack of respect for the organization. I don't think it's such a lack of respect for Jalen Ramsey, which I think it could play a could play a big role when it comes to like this contract next year. And um, because I'm looking at look at Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis in New Orleans is a whole different thing than Anthony Davis in L.A. Anthony Davis done been on ten talk shows already, and the season ain't started yet. Yeah. Every day on ESPN, they talking about, oh, this Anthony Davis coming out. Part. You don't been in the league 30 years. 
You know what I'm saying? So it's just a, when you get in that different market and everybody gets to this gonna be I think this gonna be our first year really seeing how good Anthony Davis is. Everybody. None, none of us were watching New Orleans Pelicans games. We were watching the highlights. This is like this is gonna be our first year collecting. Like, damn, this is the best player in the league. So I think uh, hopefully Jalen Ramsey don't have the big eyes and be like, all right, Dallas Cowboys. Because to be honest with you, I think Jerry Jones ain't paying them boys because he waiting on uh, Jalen Ramsey. That's how I feel. I feel like he want Jalen Ramsey in Dallas. And we're gonna talk. We're gonna I, talk that's about how that. I feel. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna I, talk I about it. I feel like that. he wants. We're gonna talk about it when we get to the Cowboys. I want to say this about the whole Jalen Ramsey and the, the DB spirit in this countdown. Stephon Gilmore played for Buffalo right before he went to New England, right? He did, and got paid. And got paid for sure. Never made all pro at Buffalo. Never. Right? <laughs> was he even a Pro Bowl at? at he got one Pro Bowl when he was in Buffalo. His okay. last year there. Get to New England, you make you one Pro Bowl, okay? For sure, all pro. Okay. I feel like you should have been at the tail end of one hundred. Cause you you left Casey Hayward out, and then this kid from Miami, I don't know much about him. No. Xavier How Xavier Howard. How is he? I don't listen how to is me. Hold he on, ranked hold on. That high, though. Hold on, listen to me. I don't know much about this kid Xavier Howard, but from from the highlights I seen, he seemed like he. Decent play on the rise. On the rise. Cool. You give me Red Casey Jets. Hayward and Jalen Ramsey Come on, in the top 15. And y'all got the nerve to put a guy who's been in the league more than seven years who just made his first Pro Bowl, just won his first Super Bowl. And, and got torched by Tyreek Hill. Always getting torched, and the ball always coming his way. But on the strength of him being an all-pro last year, and because of the ball being thrown his way, he had to make plays to help the New England Patriots out on the defensive side of the ball. Y'all rank him ahead of Jalen Ramsey. And bias, Casey Hayward not even being in here. He had to be hurt. Casey Hayward should have been in the top 15 as well. He had to be hurt Steph- last year. As well. Stephon Gilmore had 45 combined tackles. <laughs> five of them in the system, one sack and two interceptions. Um, back to back years, actually. So he's not, he's not even a turnover no. how do machine. You, how you do know. you not have your two? Don't get me wrong, Casey. Casey, people, people really sleep on Casey Hayward because I think he's somewhere where it's a whole lot of talent. Like their defense is loaded, mm-hmm. so they don't even throw the Casey Hayward side. No. Like he's a he's a top three defensive back in this league, and y'all don't even have this man ranked. This man was one hundred and third. Casey Harris, When I seen that yesterday, I had to cut it off. I had to turn the channel for a minute. <laughs> I had to turn the channel for a minute. I was like, this man, because I was waiting on him. I'm like, where he at? Okay, I'm like, dang. I know Casey ain't in the top 10. I, I said that too. It. I said that too. Gilmore getting the treatment opposite of what Jalen is. Like, he getting the treatment just because he's on the Patriots. And he's on and he won a favorite one or championship. That's what I'm saying. You look at and all their defensive players when they leave. What defensive players went on to be great? Maybe besides what Ty Law. He was okay when he left. Yeah. Okay, but he was a little and older. But nobody leaves New England just dominant on yeah. the next team. And think about it. He's, last year when they played the Jacks, he made the play to seal the game. Okay. This year against the Rams, he made the play to seal the game. He made an all-pro. So we just going to throw him in the top 15 off of that? Yeah. Off of that? Yeah, I think it's egregious. I think it's well, – fl- I, I, I it's know, absurd. I, I mean, was he even ranked beyond, last year? Me. Was he ranked last year in the 100? Uh, I, let me I look wanna, it up real I quick. Know. I have to look it up real quick. You know, he probably <laughs> was ranked, but he probably was in the 60s. 
or something like that. I want to see what he No, he wasn't. He wasn't ranked. At all. That makes it worse. That make it worse, though. That make it worse, though. Come on, man. And I ain't pissing on uh, Gilmore, though, but he wasn't ranked last year, and Jalen went from 17 to 28 or whatever he was, bro. Like, huh? It don't make no sense to me, but it's cool, though. You know, these are from the players, you know? And, and I respect the fact that it's from their perspective because they out there. They out there hitting the trenches, though. I'm not an NFL player, bro. I watch it on TV. You know, but these boys is in the paint. Every Sunday, looking over their shoulder, somebody get ready to take that score off it. You know, so that's where they coming from when they perspective. But I do want to get into the final list of quarterbacks. And I just want to see if you guys agree with who they basically say is the top 10 quarterbacks in football. Drew Brees is number one. Patrick Mahomes, number two. Brady, three. Rodgers, four. Rivers, five. Luck, six. Wilson, seven. Jared Goff, eight. Ben Roethlisberger, nine. And Baker Mayfield, ten. Yeah, I said him. He was seven. See, the first thing about this list that I don't get is, it, 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 are they, list is this? they top one hundred list. This yeah, quarterbacks that's how they rank. rank up on the top one hundred. The quarterbacks. They say they're saying, okay, we're ranking the top one hundred players going into two thousand nineteen. Right. You know, that's what it says. Right. Word right. For word. Right. So I'm looking at. I'm saying going in. So going into two thousand nineteen, you think Drew Brees is a better player than Patrick Mahomes? No way. That, 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 and that's how I'm looking at this list. I'm just like, if we had a fantasy draft, listen, nobody, everybody gonna look up and down this list one time. So, yeah, I'm taking Pat Mahomes number one. Over they have, they have, they have. If I'm not taking a running back, I'm taking Pat Mahomes. They have 15 quarterbacks that made this list. If somebody say, "Hey Ernest, hey Ernest, I got a hundred dollars for you, sir." Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you? If I open this envelope, will it say Kurt? Cousins is ranked ahead of Cam Newton. Would you say true or false? It's true, my boy. They got Kirk Cousins. I don't care if Cam blow that both shoulders. He's still a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins, who got paid $85 million guaranteed to go to a loaded Minnesota Vikings team who went to the NFC Championship game. The year before. The year and prior. Who was quarterback the year before? Who was a who was the quarterback the year before? <laughs> the the Vikings. Um, Case Keenum was Case Keenum. <laughs> Went to the playoffs with Case Keenum. So you gave Cousins <laughs> 85 million just to say, hey Kirk. Yeah. Just get us, just get us, just get, get us to, to the game. To the game. Because yeah. <laughs> we're loaded defensively. We got Pro Football Focus say the Minnesota Vikings got the number two best receiving core in football this year. With Diggs, Thielen. No, it ain't it ain't biased. They got a good receiving core. Yeah, they up there. They up there with Philly. Philly up there with, with them getting D-Jack. They, they up there too. But I was going to put Philly ahead. You got Kirk Cousins ranked ahead of Cam Newton. You got Jared Goff ranked ahead of not only Big Ben, Baker Mayfield, and Deshaun Watson. Goff. Don't get me wrong. Goff improved. He did. But he better than those guys? He, and they say he better than Cam Newton, too. So I'm just saying, like, I get this from the players' perspective. I understand what they're saying. They're out there. Golf had a great year last year. But they're saying he's going to come in and be better than these guys on the bottom half of this list. And I just don't see that. And I just keep staring at Drew Brees at number one. I just cannot take my eyes off him being number one here. Mm-hmm. I just Cam, can't. Cam Newton had his second highest NFL rating as a quarterback last year and his highest completed percentage. Last year. Last, just last year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he didn't even win the MVP that year. He was hurt. 
you know, with bad shows. With bad shows. You know what I'm saying? And right, I think bro. the NFL just hates they, Cam. All right, dog. It, it, it's, it's the players, bro. It's the, right, it, this, this is voted on the players, Yeah, the players, bro. yeah. The, the media, right, the dog. owners, none of them may do this. All right, This dog. is the players, bro. So you telling know. me you basically telling me uh, Cam Newton hot trash, bro? I know. For him to be that far down on that list. Yeah. I know. Jared Goff. <laughs> Jared, Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Did he even play in the Super Bowl? Did he play in the Super Bowl? Was I don't know? remember him now. Are you down? I don't remember Jared Goff playing at all for the Rams in the Super Bowl. I don't remember him playing. I don't remember nothing he did. I thought they hit. I thought he got hurt and they put a bike up in. Mm-mm, he was there all four quarters. He wasn't the same as soon as Jared got hurt. So, so yeah, man. Uh, you know, the NFL top one horn. It's a hot debate, and, and for for all I know, we're not done debating it. I mean, we got about five more weeks before the season start, but we just really got into the thick of things uh, with that top ten list. That was just kind of kind of crazy, man. We just don't really understand how this list was formed. And like I said again, just to keep in its proper perspective, these are the players who are out there playing each and every Sunday. Like, so they out there facing these guys, and that's something that we can't relate to. But at the same time, my eyes work. My eyes saw Tyreek Hill give Stephon Gilmore the business. Yeah. And we, Fred, just read off stats that validate that the 36, 38-yard touchdown catch that Tyreek Hill was not the 78-yarder that he did on Gilmore. So, whatever, man. So, we'll see. You know, we'll continue to talk about it. Um, It's a hot topic right now, NFL Top 100. So, y'all want to speak on it? Y'all got some opinions or some thoughts? Y'all think we tripping? Y'all want to give y'all thoughts? Man, y'all let us know, man. All right, so we're going to move along, man. We're going to get our top five wide receivers, all right, coming into the 2019 season. Uh, Each week leading up to the season, we're going to do a different position group of who we think are the top five players at their position. Um, So we're going to go five to one, all right? They will be in order. And, um, you know, Black. Oh, man. Fred. Um, <laughs> all right, at number five, mm. I don't know for anybody putting even Juju Smith-Schuster in their top ten. Like, let's let's wait. Just let's just wait. Wait a second. A second. Yeah, let's let's just wait a second on Juju Smith-Schuster. Smith-Schuster. Um, yeah, I, that kid is weird. Like NFL players who go against the players, almost like the shit he was saying last year about Antonio Brown. He's trying to get paid. Jackass, you finna be in that Same position, position literally next year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you all about the fans this yeah. and that. But when it comes to that money, I, I yeah. just want to see. I see Melvin go out holding out. I'm glad. I'm glad. Zeke Ellis shouldn't touch. He's scheduled to get paid, what, $2 million next year? 2.1 million. Ever touch, don't you dare touch the field. Being the best back in football. For $2 million, you're the best back in football. Yeah. Melvin going after six yards a carry? Yeah. Don't you dare getting touch one the point, field. Getting one point million $1. dollars this year. What? Yeah. And you maybe have two years yeah. left. Maybe three. Your prime. Maybe both of them. At, at the best Both three, of them right. maybe got three years left. Yeah, you, see, you see Gurley right now already. By dying out there. Remember, but he got his and check. And the Rams paid him. He got his check. Paid Man, get your check. Uh, but uh, all right. Uh, Word. Well, I guess I'm going to go from the hmm. number five to one. Right, I'm going to go five to one. Mm-hmm. At five, I'm going to uh, go Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think he got the. Uh, I still think he got the juice. Mm-hmm. Number four, we're going uh, Julio Jones. Um, let's see. And I like Julio. I want people to think I don't like Julio Jones. I just think. You know, it, like what Shaq told his son after he dunked. Nigga, you seven feet. You better be dunking. Like, you shouldn't Correct. be doing that. You know, so Correct. it's nothing special that I'm, you know, he's good. He's good. I'm not tripping. He's good. Um, at three, I'm going to go Mike Thomas. 
You know what I'm saying? I, I think Mike Thomas is, is special, special. Um, you know what? Scratch that. I'm not going to go Mike Thomas. I'm going to go Mike Thomas at four. And bump everybody down. So Julio's at five. Who did I say was the original five? Antonio Brown? Yeah, get out of here, Antonio Brown. We, he out of the list. I'm going Tyreek Hill at number three. That's what I want to do. Tyreek Hill, 5'10", burning these boys out. He's doing everything these top receivers are doing except at 5'10", you know, and – Going over the middle, like he looked like he's six three. I ain't not when I read he was five ten. I was shocked. Like he looked like he he plays like he's six three. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm going to, and at number two. At number two, I'm gonna have to go. Uh, I'm gonna have to go DeAndre Hopkins. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I, I I have to go DeAndre Hopkins. I've, he, uh, Jalen is great because he's the only one that can bother this guy. He's the only one. You know what I'm saying? Hop the only one. <laughs> but, but man, like. Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins, yeah. He, he's very special. And, and at number mm-hmm. one, man, I have to go Odell Beckham, man. Like, okay. I don't know what everybody else is watching when they watch football. When I, I watch, watch football, okay, yeah. And I see Odell Beckham, yeah. especially on the Giants yeah. team, yeah. Uh, that's winning, that won like five four games, games yeah, 12. like for the last three years yeah. or whatever. Say, like, the, everything you kind of sure. want in the receiver, like I, like, I think he has. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I think he has everything that all, everything in one with the entertainment factor. Like, we, we were. Giants had like ten Monday night games only because of Odell. He said Correct. it in the GQ shit. Like Correct. he carried them to, for that primetime Sun, Sunday night football. Right, you know. So right. I, I think I think he's the uh, best receiver, like in the game. Like, I feel like if you put him on any team, it automatically just like explodes. Every- you put Antonio Brown on the Raiders, and we ain't picking them to win the We're gonna see. Super Bowl. We're you gonna- know what I'm saying? Oh no! Nah. Soon as they put OD- ODB on the Browns, they picked them to. Oh, they winning the whole they AFC. AFC. They ain't won. They ain't yeah. went to the playoffs in 40 years. Yeah. But they put one. Put, soon as they put that receiver on there, it just took. Oh, that's Super Bowl. Put them over. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm just. Okay. I don't know how many. Re- I don't know how many receivers can do that. Okay. I feel like he's like the Deion Sanders of. Wide, wide receivers. receivers, especially if you could do good on this one. That's a good comparison. You know what I'm saying? I just I feel the Deion Sanders and and the, the end in that off. The only reason I say I feel like Dallas is going after Jalen Ramsey is because Jerry knows how he knows how he won his championships. So it's like he has that blueprint in his head. He know he needs a shutdown corner that can shut down that whole one side of the field. And talk to you. You know at what the same I'm saying? Time. At the same, like he wants that for his brand. So that's the only reason I say I feel like Jerry Jones is coming for our boy, and he's going to throw the house, everything he can at him, you know yep. what I'm saying, to get him there. For sure. But as far as receivers, you know, they're my tower receivers. I got OD okay. number one. All right. So, uh, Black, where you at? Top five, <laughs> five to one. I'm just going to go ahead and uh, get this off, man. Uh, number five, I got Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to give a few numbers, too, uh, as well. Last year, he, uh, he played all 16 games. 113 receptions, uh, almost 1,700 yards, eight touchdowns last year. 2017, played 16 games, 88 receptions, 1,500 yards. That's my number five receiver. Number four, Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham. Last year, 77 receptions, almost 1,100 yards with six touchdowns. 2017, 300, uh, 25 receptions, 302 yards. Of course, we both know that he was hurt. 
101 receptions. 1,400 yards. 15, 96 receptions. 14, almost almost 1,500 yards. You can't go years. that far back, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm just, hold on, hold on, hold on, bro. Hold on. Listen to me. 14. He had, his rookie year, he had 1,300 yards. He my number four receiver. I, 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 I'm just saying, bro, it, it was tough. Because I went back. I had to go look back and see what the, the work these boys been put in. Like, who who was, who was their quarterbacks? Like, hey, we want, you to go, we want you to go off what like, you've seen last year bro, and what's I'm going, going off in. what I'm seeing last year, Don't go bro. back to when they got okay. to the league. All right. And then uh, he was number four? Yeah. Okay, number, number, number three, I got Antonio Brown, number two. Mm. I got... Uh, Michael Thomas, number two. Okay. And my number one receiver in the NFL is DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins last year with a beat-up quarterback in, De- in Deshaun Watson. <clears throat> 115 receptions, almost 1,600 yards with 11 touchdowns. It's one Pacific year I want to go to. One Pacific year. 2015. 2015. This year. He had 112 receptions for almost 1,600 yards with Tom Savage as his basketball, as his quarterback. <laughs> and who so is, is it? Uh, who is, is Tom Savage even still in the league? I can't tell you, sir. Uh, who is okay, Julio uh, Jones? Um, quarterback. Uh, I think uh, it's a Matthew Ryan. Ma- Matthew Ryan. I mean, um, this man did not MVP drop. Just this man, ago. and you said going off of what I see, going off of what I see, this man didn't drop a pass last year, not one. Not one. Every ball that came his way, he called. Right. Even on Jalen Ramsey, he called it. All right. So well, if you want to go about it by the work from what I see, DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins is the number one receiver in the NFL. Okay, cool, cool. All right, you know, I'm just gonna run through my list real quick. All right, for me, uh it was a struggle for me to go number five. Uh so I have two guys at number five. I got Michael Thompson and I got Devontae Adams. Uh, I'm a huge Devontae Adams fan. He's coming along. Um, he's a real beast out there for Green Bay. I think uh, second half of the season, um, something just clicked, man. And he just started going berserk. He just started going berserk, you know, with 1,400 yards receiving last year. And he did 70% of the damage after week eight. That's saying a lot, all right? So, Michael Thomas, no, need more, no more need to be said. Number four, I got Antonio Brown. I got Antonio Brown at number four. Um, I kind of waver with him, put him in my list because I don't know what the transition like was going to be like when he get out there to Oakland with a Derek Carr and the John Gruen. I just really don't know if he going to be able to live up to the things Ben Roethlisberger and the Pittsburgh Steelers organizations were able to give A.B. It's going to be a culture shock, I think, for Antonio Brown when the season starts with Derek Carr, his quarterback. Uh, at number three, I had Julio Jones. All right, Julio Jones. It's something to be said about a guy who's 6'4", 6'5", run a 4'3". And can't nobody on God's green earth stop this man. If he's healthy and the ball is thrown in his direction, may God help you. He's just that type of freakish figure in sports, all right? And me, number two, I got Odell Beckham Jr. I agree with Fred. Watching football out through my life, I'm a big fan of the freakish athlete. The last freakish athlete at wide receiver before Julio Jones was, of course, Randy Moss. Well, right there with Julio Jones is Odell Beckham Jr., the things this man does with his hands, these, these one-hand grabs in full stride, the stop-and-go speed, people want to – people look at these receivers like Antonio. Now, Antonio Brown, is he's a deep threat. 
and he got to be going. He already got to be going, and the ball got to get there for him to keep his momentum to burn you. OBJ ain't got to do none of that. I literally saw him on a screenplay, dog. Catch the ball with one hand, jerk, stop, jerk, stop. We'll holler at you, dog. And ain't nobody touching him. Can't nobody touch this man physically in the NFL at the receiver's position. I think he is the most talented of the group, of the bunch of wide receivers, especially when he is healthy. And he is in a situation now, dog, where he going to get some one-on-ones. He got a gunslinger for a quarterback with Baker who ain't scared of nothing on this earth. For a man to wake up and tell the press that I woke up and I felt like I was dangerous this morning, I want that guy as my quarterback. And at number one, I got DeAndre Hopkins as well. And the only reason I got Hopkins over OBJ is his strength. He is so strong at that position with his hands. When he took that ball out of Jalen's hands in the back of the end zone, like he literally snatched it out of Jalen's hands. And Jalen the freak, he damn near 6'3 at corner out there. And he snatched it out of this man's hands, put two feet in the ground, and scored. I was like, oh, there's no one else in the league who can do that. There's no one else in the league who can do that against the best DB in football. So Hopkins is so strong, so fast, and he just got that grit that I like in a football player. He's not scared. You line up with a one-on-one, you're done. You're done You know, he's not fast as OBJ. He's not fast probably as a Julio, but he make it happen. I mean – he finished second in league receiver last year with almost 1,600 yards. So uh, I think he set up for a good season. I just pray to God that Sean can stay healthy. Yeah. I pray that Sean can stay healthy because Houston can make some noise. Yeah. Papa Gary, you got your top five? Yeah, I got a top five. We, we, we pretty much pretty close on something. I just don't feel like availability is, is one of the criteria for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, Odell Beckham Jr. has just not been available. I got you. Um, my top five, my top five, the ball number five is Julio Jones. He's consistent, but he hasn't carried that team. He hasn't carried that team to the next level. Uh, Devontae Adams, which I agree, with a team that had no second receiver, all the defense was geared towards him. He still came up with 111 receptions for almost 1,400 yards. Amazing. And 11 touchdowns. Amazing. So he's number, he's number four. DeAndre Hopkins, number three, I love him. You know, Jalen is the only one that can control him. Uh, Michael Thomas, number two. The numbers speak for themselves. And I'm glad the brother got paid. For sure. And number one, Antonio Brown. Mm. For a receiver that size that can impact the game, I I just feel like he's he's the most dynamic receiver in the league as far as I'm concerned. I got you. Okay, all right. That's a pretty good list. That's a pretty good list. And, I think everybody made some valid points. Some of us shared the same uh, names with our list. And I think that position, that wide receiver position, it's not a dependent position in football, but if you do have a guy who can break it open for you, uh, you know, blow out the top of a defense, or even come down in the paint and you get him a quick hit screen and let him get out of there, it's something to be said that, you know, you can have a great season if you got a guy like that. And it's not many of them. It's not many of them in the league. Uh, who are doing that. So I think we all, you know, have some pretty good lists. It's going to be interesting to see. And we hope everybody can stay healthy because I desperately, though, I just want to see the Cleveland Browns healthy this year. Oh, man. I just want to see OBJ be healthy and able to get out there, you know, really be able to do his (laughs) thing, man. I really, really do. I really do, man. All right, guys, let's get into the Jacksonville Jaguars. All right, the home team. All right, we got the number one casual Jags fan in the building. You know, young Fred Bricks in the building who's 
very, 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 very opinionated about mm-hmm. his hometown team. And just a couple of things that have went down since we've uh, started training camp. Jalen Ramsey made an interesting uh, intro uh, to uh, <laughs> make himself known coming into training camp with the customized Adidas Brinks truck. Uh, basically saying, pay me, dog. That's basically <laughs> what he was saying, pay me, dog. So I feel like that's a bad sign for Jacksonville Jaguars <laughs> everywhere. Uh, but we're going to get into that. And then, you know, we want Fred kind of kind of touch on uh, Ngakwe's contract breakdown. He was slated uh, to be the fourth highest paid uh, defensive lineman in football. And uh, the contracts broke down, and ultimately Ngakwe passed on the contract. So, uh, Fred, let's start with you, man. Uh, where are you at about the Jaguars? What have you been hearing on Training Cap? What have you read on Twitter? Like, where are you at with the Jags, man? All right, with the Jags, man. I'm going to start doing so. I'm going to give them every week. I'm going to just give you one thing about the Jags. I don't feel like we have enough fans who are reality fans of the Jaguars. I feel like we got a bunch of guys who come in year after year. Okay. You kind of see what we want to see, you know. You get you get you get that fan up in you, uh-huh. and you just like and you should. It's the NFL. Everybody should feel like they have a shot. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So before we you know talk about it in Gakwe, I just want to say emotional distress. I want to say um, the, uh, Jags Jags fans worldwide, just listen to me. Hear uh-huh. me out. You know, um, we a lot of us are emotional both ways. You know, for the good and the bad. But the one thing I want you guys to look out for, and it's just my advice for you, is we're going to be realistic this year that's what we're going to do we're not going to say you just add a quarterback to the 2016 defense because that's what we're talking about when people say oh we just added a quarterback no that was a we're a year removed from that defense so let's everybody let's get our emotions together and let's prepare for a real a real season in the afc south that consists of andrew luck which people consider a top three quarterback it consists of the texans we, uh, uh, we, we just everybody pretty much agreed they have a top three receiver, you know what I'm saying, and a top ten quarterback, young quarterback, slinging the ball, and that defense is ridiculous. You know, with the Titans, which we'll never know, um, their quarterback is, you know, he's questionable for week one already. already. So, so we don't know. Uh, we don't know how it was going to fold. So whether the Jags win three games or they win 13 games, Jag fans, I just want your emotions to be in order. You understand? Like, just it, get your emotions in order. Stop saying stupid shit like they. Hey, we just put a quarterback on the defensive loaded team. No, no, that's not what happened. That's not what happened. So that's my advice for you this week. It's emotional control. You know, and I'm gonna have it every week. It's just gonna be a two minute bit every week. I'm gonna have some advice. Yeah, it's gonna be a therapy session for Jags fans. We can, we're gonna have fun oh, with it. Man. But uh, for the Jags, you know, in camp, um, Yannick Ngakwe. You know, he's gonna hold out. I, I pray that he holds out, even if he has to sit out the whole year. The NFL needs to change. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the one thing about, the, especially for this culture we have down here, you got to think, if I'm a player that's maybe finna go to free agency and I'm making the decision, I'm looking at how Tom Coughlin and all these boys is handling this situation. Or if I'm finna get drafted and I see the Jags about to draft, I see how, you see how teams are handling situations. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and players getting drafted, Dante Fowler, you chip him out of here. Yannick Ngakwe, you don't want to pay. Who, who have they paid? Have they paid anybody? Defense? No. You uh, know? And I'm talking about who have they paid that they drafted. Because being drafted nobody. and somebody – Nobody. These people are, are watching this. It's like – Everybody a, we pay coming free agency. That, right. They're they coming from free agency. So, I, I don't understand what kind of culture Tom Coughlin and Doug Marone are trying to set by not paying the guys, you know what I'm saying, who deserve to be paid. For sure. You know, like J, letting Jalen Ramsey get to his – what is he, in his fourth year? 
going to his fourth, fifth year. You let him get all the way to the end of this contract? He has to show up to camp in a Brinks truck? Because you don't want to pay the best player to ever step foot in Jacksonville? Correct. Like, by far. If you're going to tell me Tony Baselli is the best player to play for the Jacksonville Jaguars, I got news for you. Jalen Ramsey is the best player by a mile to ever step foot in the county of 904. That is Ever. Ever. And and the closest one to it is Fred Taylor. If if we're going by that. That is accurate, You know, so let's keep it. So if we're going to treat the best player we've ever seen in our life down here, let him get to the end of the contract where he got to show in a Briggs truck with Ha Ha Davis. I wonder how much he paid Ha Ha Davis to Jesus. come with him. Well, I heard it was, a, they saying it was like an Adidas promo. Yeah, Adidas I think they're going to turn that into a commercial, actually, yeah. um, which is pretty dope. And, like, you see what Jalen wants to do. You, He's like a star just ready to break out. He want to be in Jacksonville, and we're going to let it go. You got Ngakwe, who I don't have his stats up right now, but he's – how hard is it to find a rusher? Jaguars, that Tony Brackett's. When is the last time you had deep Stroud in them boys? When's the last time you had a decent defensive line? Now you just want to let them go piece by piece. Yep. Don't worry about it, Fowler. We don't want nothing for you. You can go. And pray to God. We Calais don't need anything. Right. Calais hold up. Pray Calais hold up, which I will say is the best signing probably ever I've seen in my lifetime to Jaguars. make the Jags make. Yeah, for sure. Worth every penny. Every you penny. pay them more, goddammit. He delivered. You know what I'm saying? He but it, 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 it's just pissing me off with this Ngakwe. And these, and these players not getting paid. Yeah, what are we doing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we trying to do? So yeah. give $80 million to Nick Foles because you messed up the year before with Blake Bortles. You know what I'm saying? Like, you messed up the year before, and that's why you really – that's uh, and people want to know, that's really the reason they can't play, pay in Gawkway because they still paying Blake Bortles this year. That's right. Still paying the money. Plus million dollars, the, 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 Yeah. 16 mil, the extra money you would have had set aside, that would have been in Gawkway. Should have never paid You Bortles. know, so it's just – it could be a shit slide this year, or, or, or you know they, how the NFL works. It's year by year. Year by year. So I think the best case scenario for Jag fans is to hope it's just one of those year by year cases to where the football guys just give us that, what was that, 2016, that Correct. our good year, just give us another 2016. We only had one in the last 11 years. So if you think I'm sitting up here spewing bullshit, you think I'm lying, it's been one in a decade in a year. Correct. So I'm, I'm just going by what has happened. So if we could get two in 12 years, I'd be thankful. But that, okay. that's my wrap-up on the Jaguars. Ted Force, sir. And how they look up and count. All right, where you at, Black? You know, with the Jaguars, what, you, what you've been seeing, what you've been hearing, uh, what you think about the Ramsey uh, entrance. And, and in Gakwe, you know, he would have been the fourth-highest paid defensive lineman in the league. First of all, I'm going to start with in I feel like I understand, man, uh, one of the – I can go along the lines and say one of the best defensive ends we have had here in Jacksonville, one of the best we've had. But uh, you turn it down, how much? 90? I can't I Close to 90 million. Close to 90 million. Oh, so they did on, offer him? Yeah, he got offered offer 90 something million on a shorter deal that was like three year deal. I think he would have had like 18 something million for the three years or something like that. 23 million guaranteed or something like that. But it would have been what 18 million yeah. a year, 23 guaranteed. Uh, like in something like that. Um, I don't agree with what he did. I would have signed a deal. You know why I would have signed a deal? Because he's not Von Miller, Khalil Mack. Listen to me. Oh, okay. In I was just gonna say, you're not even. You're, I didn't know they offered him that. You're, you're yeah. not even. You're not even ranked in the top 15, in the top 20. In tackles, right? In in defensive ends. Period. Period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He bugging. Hold on, hold on. They have you ranked, and this is NFL.com. Right. right. They have you ranked number 23. Correct. 
Overall. Overall. Mm-hmm. And you had nine and a half sacks last year. Correct. The guy that you're basing your money off of, Frank Clark. Correct. Who got paid from Seattle but Correct. got traded to Kansas City. Kansas City. Hell of a player. Hell of a player. Had 13 and a half sacks last year. Correct. And got $100 million. Correct. How much guarantee you on Frank Clark? Because I'm thinking that I has think to be got, with. I think he got like yeah, 50 something million, million guaranteed. Dollars. So that's what Ngakwe so is beefing about. I think you're he's telling about me, that guarantee money. You're telling me you want to be a $100 million man and you're not even ranked in the top 20? I wonder if they offer him more guarantees. So is it is it that you wanna? This is my thing. Is it that you want a hundred million, or is it that the, the deal, the years in the deal was too short, or the guaranteed money is not what you want? It got to be guaranteed money. Guaranteed, because you, you got to think about with the year. That's a good thing, because you got to try to get paid again. This is this is my beef with Indakway. I see. Bro, I got now that you tell. Get, now that I have that information, bro, I'm. They probably bro, have to trade. Sign me. your deal, bro. Sign your deal, bro. He don't want to be here. You, you probably got to trade your, him. Sign your I, I deal. I didn't know that. I didn't know. I didn't. Sign your deal and come play football, bro. 20s. He only going to be 25 next year. Sign your deal. You're not even. Get your, get, uh, get your numbers up, bro. Get three. your numbers up over the three years. And then try to jab once again. Hey. If they get three years hey, for nine, look. And you guaranteed to get most of that. All you got to do is play good. I'm That's not, all it is. I'm not with him oh, man, turning down. $90 million we was finna give him. $90 million. I'm not with that. Bro, you gave me nine and a half sacks. They don't even have you ranked in the top 20 with defensive ends. And you asking for $100 million? Or you want a deal, long, a longer term deal? Yeah, I, apparently, I, I, apparently from the U.S. Or from the, what, real quick, probably from the U.S. Today article when they broke the article about Ngakwe and Telvin at the same time. Apparently it is a guaranteed uh, money issue uh, with Ngakwe. Um, and one reporter says Ngakwe does feel slighted because of what he's done since he's been in the league. He deserves top three defensive end money for what he's done since he's been in the NFL. This is from USA Today. Are you this is from USA Today. How are you talking? And, and, and I, like I said, I'm always player first. Like, I'm always player friendly with that. But I look at that, and I'm, I'm now I'm looking at the Jags, and I'm like, if you offering three years, 90 million, which you, it's only three years, you're still in your that's 20. Bad. You, you go see that money. whole 90 million, and you, if he don't want they that, that's. Him, they want to give him 21 million a year. That's, that's telling me right there. I was big. That's an I NBA said 18, contract. You 20. 21 million that's a year. NBA con- but, uh, that's, oh, that's telling me right now that he that's, probably that's, don't want to be here. Yeah, that's and what I'm ha- saying. That's what I'm saying. $21 million, dog. Yeah, I wouldn't even let him sit out. I'm not even – I would have offered him that, and as soon as I would have got a note from that, I would say, yeah, then you you got to see what you got to see what the market like because nobody is going to pay Yannick that much. I can't think who's uh, – Nobody. Where you going to go at next no. to get that money? The top no. three contracts for defensive end right now, Demarcus Lawrence, Frank Clark, and D Ford. Mm-hmm. And and Gawkway would have been the fourth oh, if he would have took uh, that deal. You said you said Frank Clark and Frank who was the Clark, other one? D4 and Demarcus D4. Lawrence. Number number seven, they have him tied with Frank Clark. And at he number damn sure Demarcus Lawrence. Demarcus Lawrence got a five year, hundred and five million dollar deal. Yeah, Demarcus, D4 yeah. had. And where how big Demarcus Lawrence uh, fill out pretty well? Oh, he's and, huge. And I'm and you and I'm looking at the Jags he's defense. Huge. Look at what you have. The a whole side of the field was shut off to where a quarterback is going to stand back there. 
usually more than they would with another team, giving and you more opportunities for sacks. But look, you got he's the best D tackle in my well top five D tackle in the league. Calais Campbell sitting right there in the middle. This is my thing. This is my thing with it. You're not even a top deep, a top fifteen, top twenty defensive end. You're not even. You're not even. Top five player on the team. Listen to me. You're not even. They're not even double teaming you. They double teaming Calais. You one on one. Yeah. But you want a hundred million dollars, bro? They said the deal that he would have received, he definitely would have been at twenty-one million dollars. Clark only getting twenty point eight million. D four getting seventeen million. Demarcus Lawrence did the Cowboys a favor and added on the fifth-year option to his deal, so Cowboys could save money to sign Zeke, Dak, and Amari Cooper. So his deal is five years, one hundred and five million. Clark deal is four years, one hundred and four million. D four is four years, one hundred and three million. This man would have been getting 21 million. He would have been the second per year. Second. Mm-hmm. Second. And this is from uh, Jacksonville.com. You got to trade him. What you want? So, and like Fred said, I just said a few minutes ago, so now that we look into the details of the potential contract yeah. that they offer him, this is telling me you don't want to be here. And they giving yeah. that type of money to a, a DN that's not even ranked in the top 20? And you know how football goes, That kills right? when, me, bro. When you do football stats, when you, you talk football. You play on the Jaguars. Yeah. When you talk football, you getting paid off your past production in football. Yeah. NBA is different. Like, when you see NBA player coming, you paying the NBA player for where their career going, what you think you're going to get from them ascending. Mm-hmm. Football players get paid for what they already done. Yeah. That's why these guys hold out. That's mm-hmm. why you don't see NBA players hold oh, out. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because the deal and the money is different. I agree with Fred. The NFL got to change. Yeah. They do. It would be a travesty <laughs> if Jalen Ramsey <laughs> is not given $100 million for $70 million guaranteed from the Jacksonville Jaguars. He is the player that damn sure should have reset the market. But do y'all think that's what they – they don't want to play in Dockway because they want to get Jalen that no, no, real no. deal money. You want, you want to know why J- Jalen should have been paid before in Dockway. Yeah. I don't give a damn right. about it, Dockway. Yeah, he should be paid Pay right Jaylen now. Jalen before you even brought Nick Foles that, over. That, 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 that don't make nobody curious. Like, why are you waiting on Jalen Ramsey? Correct. I don't Because if you you gonna pay, right. if you plan on paying him next year, you still got to spend the money. Correct. So the, the free agency already over. But either. You, but you know, but you know, but you know the, right. that that league. Right. They just they just they just did that. That's uh, crazy, man. They just did that right. uh, two point five something. But no, they the NFL just did something with a two point five something billion dollar something, and it's mm. gonna be spread it out among the teams. So it's gonna right. be more money for 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 next season for them to sign. It's gonna there's gonna be more money. Teams are going to have the cap is the cap yeah. is going to increase, and so many amount of words is going to okay. increase next year. So when they wait, yeah, when they wait and Jalen Ramsey becomes free agent, you can threaten him with the tag because you know, like I know, you think he's showing up on, on the tag. Oh, no, he's not. Gonna okay, show so we already know tag. that's yeah. not even an option. That's not an option. Jazz, you got to pay him. The Jazz can threaten all they want. I think it depends, they though. They want. If yeah. Jalen have a career ne- year next year, which and they try it. to tag him, which will make will. him the highest paid cornerback, at least for the, the, the one history. year yeah. next year, I'm looking at, if, if I'm him, I'm looking at what Darrell Reeves did. Right. I'm like, okay, you want to give me one year? Okay. I'm going to be the highest paid million. cornerback for the next four, five what, years. What the but the like but you know, like NFL money million? ain't guaranteed. It's just not. Like, who got a $100 million deal? Uh, Mike Thomas. Correct, Michael Thomas. Yeah. For the if he get cut in two years, that shit stop it. it but he got sixty-one million guaranteed. So, that, 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 sure but, so it's a sixty-one million dollar contract. Correct. You know what I'm saying? That's the how other I'm forty millions in, is incentive. Oh. It's incentive. Oh, yeah. It's he, an incentive. He, 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 deal. I don't know he ain't seen that. And the that. NFL contracts are trash. So yeah, I yeah. tell you, but that's what I'm saying. The Jaguars, <laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars, who I support. 
heavenly. Yeah, I give him a hundred million guarantee to get Jalen Ramsey. Here's a hundred million dollar deal. Yep, guarantee. And we're giving you seventy million dollars, and the other thirty million, Jalen, you don't have to do much. Just get us two picks, <laughs> that Pro Bowl, and be and get a pro. play, and get to, and get us to hopefully sniff in the playoffs, and we'll give you the other thirty. And yeah. I guarantee you, Jalen Ramsey will be signing today. But you know what's going to happen? You know what's going to happen? You're going to try the man. Yep, Jerry and there's Jones a certain individual phone. who I ride or die with. And his name <laughs> is Jerry Jones, yep. the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. And you know what he going to do, right? And you know Jerry likes stars. He likes stars. But this is what Jerry going to do. They said that they on a, a first take. Stephen A. Smith said this is what they going to do with Jalen Rose. Hey, Jalen, here's $100 million, $70 million guaranteed. Oh, here's another $30 million from Pepsi. Yep. <laughs> from a car dealership in Arkansas that I yep. own. Yep. Here's another $15 million from Outbacks, <laughs> yep. which I own 50% of. Yep. So you're fine. Bring yep. your family on down. Come put a star on your helmet, and let's get it. He's going to be the biggest star in football. If Jalen Ramsey goes to the Cowboys, mm-hmm. he's instantly over Odell Beckham of the number one. I want to watch this play. And Sean Conn, and Sean Conn, what you doing? All that money. Shaka, <laughs> see, Sean Conn not a football guy. Yeah. Sean Conn a businessman. Yeah. Sean Conn won't be the owner for the Jaguars in the next 10 years. But How you, much you want to bet he sell? But you just signed the deal to uh, – He's not a football guy. He, he just signed that deal of $420-something million to redo the water – to redo down there by the water. Yeah, because it's going to bring revenue to the Jaguars. <laughs> it's going to bring revenue to the Jaguars. Sean Conn you doing, be the you owner. Do, you're doing something like that, though. Oh, revenue for him. That $450 million that he spent going to turn into $1.2 billion. Yeah. Businessman. Mm-hmm. He's not a football guy. You think you think Robert Kraft selling the, the Patriots anytime soon? No. We know yeah. Jared Jones is dying on the star in Arlington, <laughs> Texas on the football field. We know that for a fact, correct? Yeah. So it's 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 all the Jaguars Tom Coughlin. I don't believe in Tom. When they brought Tom either. when they brought Tom Coughlin back, I got all these guys at my job who were the Jag snapbacks. <laughs> they were the Jaguar ride or die military caps going backwards. They're Jaguars. <laughs> TC is back. What you excited for, dog? <laughs> what you excited for? Come, Doug Martin, do you see the landscape of the NFL? Cliff Kingsbury is the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. They're going to score 50 points a game this year. You come at me with Doug Marone. Sean like, Payton is out here. McVay is out here. Yeah. Shit, Kyle Shanahan is out here. The, the the landscape is changing. Yo, let me tell you something. Come bro. home, let me, dog. Let me, let me let tell you something. Changing, bro. Yo, let me tell you something right quick. If the fucking Jaguars come out in the eye formation next year, <laughs> I'm going to fucking lose it. I'm going to fucking lose it. If the Jag- hey, if, if the game hey, won, you know out bro, line, bro, I didn't give $88 million to Nick Foles to come out in the eye formation, dog. I don't want no. I don't want to see you in the triple option, the David Garage special the offense, bone, the wishbone <laughs> offense. I don't want to see you in the wishbone. You get, it, get your get your ass in that shotgun. No, I don't want to see <laughs> six receivers on the field, though. Correct. And I want to see Fournette going out, out to the flats in route. Period. Out. Going out for it. That's it. I don't Word. Want, that's it. Word. I want to see fifteen runs a game. Like, yeah. I, I'm looking at the Eagles. I'm like. This is what you pay for. You went yeah. and got the guy he was with, with the yeah. Eagles. Foles was throwing the ball 50 times. Yeah. I've seen it. 50. I've seen it. 50. So it ain't no. If we come, if Duck Dog, they come out at the first point of the game, bro, I'm done. That, that's going to tell me everything I, I need to know. Fournette handoff. Come on. Oh, 
I think it's already when they gave I, that contract to Bortles. I agree, I agree with you indeed with the whole Dallas thing. Like y'all let Jalen go. Like let say y'all just let him go into free agency and then y'all do offer him a hundred million dollars in free agency. He'd be like, you know what? Dallas. I'm finna go Los Angeles. You don't think right. Sean McVay yeah. them no? Uh, Cause they could they'll to, give me a hundred million you dollars it, too. You don't think to leave them and them boys finna retire? Right. You don't think you don't think them boys finna get up out of here and they yeah. gonna free up 120 men? Hey, Jalen, and then you put LeBron's out here, yeah. Kawhi's out here, yeah. PG's out here, the Lakers are out here. Yeah. Come on out here with us, Jalen. Come to Los Angeles. Okay, I'll be there. Come on, dog. We gotta start watching these Jaguars because before on, I started man. my rant with Ngakwe, I had no idea that they offered him yeah. that contract. Yeah. And I'm not even saying that's a bad sign for Jacksonville. I'm not even saying that it's a good contract. I'm not saying that. It's I'm not just, a bad contract, I'm just saying though. in the it's NFL we him. never see stuff. That's great for him, and you know I'm twenty for him. Three years? You telling me I get? I'm twenty five. I'm going in, going into my twenty five year old year, and I got to just play three more seasons. You'll be twenty eight, bro. I could get you still right, your another prime. I'm coming out twenty eight with ninety million dollars richer. I don't care how it's coming, guaranteed. But I don't give a fuck how it's coming. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that bothers me. You know, it bothers me that Jalen's talking the way he's talking, like. You know, the guys we've drafted, like, it's, it's just really bothered me that, mm-hmm. like, what are they talking about in the locker room? Like, how do they really feel about Doug Marone and what, TC? What right, what, like, what is, are the players saying? Because people who are cl- been close to football yeah. players, you know, like, yeah. it's, it shit be known already For in sure. the locker room. Don't let the ESPN, by the time For it get sure. the mainstream, it's filtered. For so sure. I, this, it's, it's weird, man. I mean, we'll see. I mean, training camp just really kicking off. Preseason starts next week. We're going to really start to see the product because I think that's the only thing that's left. I know in preseason you're not going to see everything, mm-hmm. but you're going to see the talent on the field. You're going to start seeing some things in the next three to four weeks before Patrick Mahomes yeah. and Andy Reid step off the bus hey. and walk right into Jacksonville <laughs> and walk right out of here <laughs> with the dust. And once they and once they and once they announced uh, Tyreek Tyreek was back, I come said, on, "Oh dog. man, this come is, on, dog. This thing don't come get on, ugly." Dog. I know, I know, my boy Jalen go hold him down. Come on, hold on, come on, boy. Dog. This thing don't get ugly, come boy. On, dog. I like the defense upgrade the Chiefs have made, man. Like, I just think they they going to take a shot, to dog. Beat this they go, and you know who I just realized they drafted in the draft just in case Tyree won't go be hamming out of oh, Georgia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hard of This boy run a full yeah. zero zero, bro. He like a mini Tyree Hill. <laughs> I, I didn't even know they drafted him to the other day. I'm looking, I said, dog, is that? I said, dog, is this bro from Georgia? <laughs> Right. Dog, yeah. my ho- All right, Andy Reid. We're gonna, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna go. The one who, the one who will dog and bama all by himself. We're gonna, 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 we're this is a 23, 25-year-old guy. And he's basically telling the Jaguars, no. So now Tom Coughlin, trade him. Uh, yeah. If he, if you, if you give him one, let's say you give him a million dollars more, and he still say no, trade him. Yeah. You can't hold him. You can't hold him here for what? You gotta see what trade you him, get. get some picks, get something, and just keep the yeah. ball rolling. Cause TC, they messed up with Dante you getting Carver. fired anyway. Monroe, you getting fired anyway. <laughs> 
This is the last year anyway. They knew when it was Dante it Fowler last year, yeah. They could like they traded Dante last year. Well, correct. Fowler, yeah. We, we knew it was Dante last year. Everybody, the fans, everybody knew, okay, no. it's possible. And you trade for a third hey, round. Hey, pick? hey, I bet you, I bet you, hey, I bet you, hey, I bet you Dante would have signed that. Oh, that nigga would have signed that in a heartbeat. Dante didn't want to leave. He did. Fowler yeah, didn't want to leave. Should let him go. Fowler didn't want to leave, but guess what? When his cell phone rung and it was Sean McVay on the other end, and Sean yeah. McVay lived in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, hey, it's been cool. Because I think he resigned the short year. I think he. Oh yeah. Like a one yeah, he, he signed one year. Yeah. 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 He signed one year. Yeah, they just yeah, yeah, resigned yeah, him again. He got paid. Yeah. He got paid. Yeah. He got paid. So you know we'll see with the Jaguars, man. <laughs> Fifteen million a year, because he's gonna get another deal. Right. He's gonna get another deal, make it twenty-five, because the market's gonna blow when he free. Smart businessman. <laughs> I'm 25 years old and I'm black. I don't come from nothing. Lay something in front of me. Three years, nine to one million. Six or something million guaranteed. Where do I sign, yep. sir? Defensive ends. That's a position that lasts. In the NFL. Cause you ain't really in the inside of the trenches you like that. Outside. Yeah, you, you like, like the wide receiver. It's like the defense. It's like the quarterback. Yeah. You, the defensive you, end out there by themselves. You fighting with yeah. your arms and shit out there with the left tackles. So we're going to see. You know see. what I'm saying? We're going to see. So we're going to keep an update on the Jacksonville Jaguars, man. Play 20 years? Straight Almost. Ass. Almost. You know. Jason Pierre-Paul is out there with one hand. <laughs> hey. Pierre-Paul is still hey. out there. He just retired. He just retired. 21 years. Jason Pierre-Paul. Guess what he ranked in the uh, <laughs> the top with the top D is. Just, just take a while. Guess what? One hand. Seven. got to be 30. Huh? Seven. 30. He's in the top 15. Guess how many sacks he had? 10. 15. Uh, 12. Well, one hand. But one hand. <laughs> yeah, right, I know that. But you, but you, you, you went to Bucks, right? With yeah. the Bucks. He and Tampa okay. Bay. All right, man, so we're going to keep an eye on it, man. Uh, before we wrap up NFL, I um, want to touch on some things that's going on in the training camp. Of course, you got uh, Melvin Gore holding out. He did request the trade from the Chargers today, and the Chargers denied the trade request. So it is about to get ugly in Los Angeles with the Chargers. He so, got to send it out. Uh, he got to because he's already asked for a trade. Yeah. So now the ball is is technically in the Chargers he, court now. He got to just this, so, this would be his fifth year, right? No, 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 no. no, no this no, is a uh, third season. Year. Him and uh, Z came oh, in this together. Only his third. Him season. and Z came in together. Okay. They came in together. Ooh, I guess only, yeah, only making the. Oh, yeah, this is coming yeah, into yeah, his going, year. Yeah, I thought so. Going into his fourth year. I think he got hurt like his rookie year. Didn't he blow something out of his rookie year? He got hurt one year. Yeah. So. Right, right. Yeah, okay. Right. Gotcha. He was picked later. So this yeah. year, his last year in this contract. Yeah, making right. one, okay. making yeah. one point something million. million. Dollars. No, sir. Okay. No, sir. So we'll see what happened with Melvin Gorin. Uh, Michael Thomas got paid. $100 million dollar man. All right. Reset the market for the wide receivers. That's going to be a killer in Dallas. But uh, <laughs> Michael Thomas got $100 million, man. $61 million guaranteed. I don't understand why people say it's a killer in Dallas. I don't. I'm about to tell you. I don't, I don't look at Cooper the way I'm looking at Mike Thomas, though. What? Am I the only one the doing market. that? The market. The market. It's the market. That's why Kirk Cousins got $88 million guaranteed. The market. It's the market, dog. You said you don't see Amari Cooper as what? Michael Thomas better than Amari Cooper. I, as good as Michael Thomas. I, I, I felt like he was held back in uh, in Oakland, bro. Cooper had, a, see, Coop, he bro, like, Cooper had a great year when he hit second half in Dallas. That's a good point. What, 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 what he was doing in Dallas that Michael Thomas wasn't doing in New Orleans, bro. What are we doing? I feel you. Uh, I have to go back. <laughs> I feel you. Go back what are we doing? He dominated, That second half of the season. He did. He, he did. did. He, he did. I feel, like, I feel like Oakland was holding this man back. 
I'm you, bro. Derek Carr was holding me, bro. I guess I just need. I guess I just need to see him another year. Well, we gonna get to see it the whole. A whole year. I guess I want to see it a whole a whole year. This man got Dak Prescott as his quarterback, not Drew Brees. Hold on, bro. Yeah, I'm not, bro. I'm just keeping it. I'm keeping it oh, 100, okay. I just bro. Kind of get with you. Drew Brees is Michael Thomas' quarterback. Yeah, I'm, bro. I'm not paying that. Only one I'm paying out of that trio right now is Zeke. Okay, no, we finna. Gotta, hold on, we. Yeah, no. <laughs> we finna go there. I'm, I'm paying. I'm we finna go there. We finna go there right now, actually. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, you know, we've had some injuries at training camp. Had a scare in Kansas City with Tyreek Hill. Uh, they just had a bruised uh, thigh, so he'll be fine. He got carted off. Everybody was nervous, but he'll be fine. Like I said, Michael Thomas got paid $100 million, $61 million deal. Reset the wide receiver market. Again, Melvin Gore has requested a trade and has been denied. And um, mm, Ezekiel Orothal Elliott. Now, I do not know if that's his middle name. I just put it out there like that. Okay. He is in Cabo, Mexico, training. <laughs> so I got Papa Garrett with me. You know, we have a strong connection uh, to the star. Faithful and loyalist fans. And I watch sports TV and listen to sports radio pretty much every day. And I hear Shannon, and Shannon's the only one making me sad every day. Okay. Dak Prescott, his deal is coming up after next year. Dak Prescott. Numbers-wise, efficiency-wise, QBR rating-wise, top five quarterback in the NFL. He's not getting top five respect, but his numbers say he's a top five quarterback in the NFL in consistency on his play. He is the most winningest quarterback since he's been drafted. So everybody who he's been drafted with, he has more wins than everyone at the fourth round, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, Prescott will be making $33 million a year. Yes, he, will. he will get paid. Five years, a hundred and God knows million dollars if he is to remain in a Dallas Cowboy Hammond. Do I think that deal is going to get done? Sure. Because what other quarterback out there is available that Jerry can go get? I don't have time to draft anybody. Unless it's Lawrence out of Clemson and he's not available for another two <laughs> years. I don't, there's no one else I can think of. Well, they got Tua coming up next year. I don't want oh, Tua. No, man. I don't want Tua don't want in Tua? Dallas. I don't no. want Tua and that's why I got Dak. Secondly, yeah. Amari Cooper deal is coming up. The market just got reset. Yeah. Michael Thomas just reset the market. Hundred receivers are getting a hundred mil now. Hundred. Sixty plus million guaranteed. Amari Cooper took the stagnant Dallas Cowboy offense out of the ground. <laughs> His first game, Monday night football against the Tennessee Titans. The man scored two touchdowns and three possessions. And we railroaded them boys. <laughs> and we got it going. Cowboys went 7-1 after acquiring Amari Cooper. Won a division again, second time in three years. Okay. DeMarcus Lawrence already got paid. We already paid DeMarcus Lawrence. He has his money. Jalen Smith is coming up as well. Young upstart superstar linebacker who is fully healthy and he is a bullet out there. He's a bullet out there on the defense. Yeah, Byron Jones is also coming up. He's been very, very good for us in Dallas. And last but not least, Ezekiel Elliott. It, he ain't coming up for another two years, but he want his money now. Yeah, I'm not giving Dak the money. So, who do we pay in Dallas? Who getting their money in Dallas? I'm going to go and get mine off. I said, who's getting their money in Dallas? I'm going to go and get mine off. Because I can't pay everybody. So can Jalen Smith get paid? For sure. You can pay Jalen Smith. Got to. Can Byron Jones get paid? 
For sure. Yep. We can pay Byron George. That's why we, we can we can pay we can pay Byron. Oh, well, they let Demarcus Lawrence skip on that franchise. They paid him. They can put that on somebody else, right? And and now we get to the offensive side of football. Dak, Amari, and Zeke will not all three be playing together. <laughs> Only two of them can stay. Only two. Now, what do I do if I'm Jerry and Stephen Jones? It might be blasphemy, but hell, here we go. I'm paying Dak Prescott his money. Dak is going to get his money. Yeah. Can I you agree. see him winning out of the Wait Super Bowl? Wait a minute now. I agree. I'm venting here. I'm venting here. I, I, do, I, I can't see Dak winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> I also no, pay <laughs> Amari Cooper no. his money. And the business side of me, <laughs> I trade Ezekiel Elliott. And I get all that I can for him right now. What running back you going to get? Excuse me. What you going to get? Excuse me. Do you got to be tripping? I'm not tripping. <laughs> okay. I get all the assets that I can get. Ezekiel Elliott only has two or maybe three years left in that body to be that. Trade Z, get picks, get something, take that money that you was able to save, double it up next year, go get me Jalen Ramsey. Go get me Jalen Ramsey, and give me Byron Jones and Jalen Ramsey on each side of the field next year. Wolf Hunter, Vander Esch, <laughs> Jalen Smith at my linebackers, I'm good to go. Demarcus Lawrence on my end, who's a top five defensive end in this league, I'm good to go. Amari Cooper, top 10 receiver in this league, I'm good to go. I got a lot of young, talented receivers in the slot and on the other outside, we're good to go. So are you paying Dak this year? No. Next so year. That's my thing. What Next if he year. don't take what if he had what if he don't take He's not gonna buck he a fourth round pick. Dak don't got the leverage like Zeke do. No, no. Zeke was picked at three. Mm. Zeke was picked that picked that three. Who was picked that three then? Bosa. No, Bosa picked that two. Dak went three. Jalen no. went four. Dak. Jalen went right before, yeah. For Jalen, well, who went? Who went second? Jaylen. No, is it your animals picked third? No. No. Jalen went four to the Jaguars, though. No, Jalen went five to the Jaguars. It don't matter. He was picked in the top five. <laughs> Zeke went four, and then Jalen went. Five. He was picked in the top five. Yeah, we gotta look that up. He was picked. In, it don't matter. Up. He was picked in the top five. Yeah, I agree with you. Go get what you can for Zeke if Zeke but don't want to show so, up. Uh, Look, bro. I'm t I'm looking at the long run, bro. I'm, look, I'm looking at the long. Well, who 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 can we go sign? That's a top ten receiver in the league. Who can I go get? I don't know. Dak and Omari's chemistry. What it look like, Papa Gary? Didn't it look good last year? Good. In that because short, in that because short window. Of of what you talking about? That got to throw the ball right, oh, and Amar got to run around to get over right. Don't try that man like that. Okay. I don't know, man. If I got I to give up a year, if I got to give up, that's uh, fine. Oh, okay, Jared Goff went first that year. Carson Wentz went second oh, okay. to the Eagles. Who went you third? had Bosa, Bosa third. third. Okay. I forgot about Goff being the number one pick. Jesus. Yeah, Jalen. <laughs> so that's where I'm at with it. I'm at. If we can't get Zeke in on the deal that we're trying to get him, because obviously yeah, they're on both sides. That's kind of hard. Some I'm giving Zeke up. I'm getting all I can. That's I'm the best getting, running back in the league, I'm bro. Get, yeah, for the next two years. And then what? 
You think Dak Prescott still gonna be the quarterback for the Cowboys the next two years? I'm saying keep Dak and keep Zeke, man. DeMarco, Rare, Murray. DeMarco Murray, exactly. He, rush for 1,900 yards. He yeah. rush for 1,900 so yards. I'm looking at the NFL, dog. If y'all trying to win a championship within the next two to three years, then that I don't see the problem with signing Zeke because I think that is a piece to a championship yeah. team. I'm looking at Dak. And I'm saying, well, where so is Amari the – got to pay Cooper, too. Amari Cooper now, and now, if you can get Jalen Ramsey on that defense, it changes everything for me. I, but I'm just speaking to how they currently Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper going to get you a Super Bowl. They're pieces. Without a run they're, game. They're pieces. I know I can get me another running back. Where? I know I can get me another running back because I'm looking at the top five rushers in the NFL last year. Can you name anybody outside Zeke and Gurley who was top five rushers in the NFL? Uh, Alvin Kamara? Uh, I said top five. He's not top five? No, he's not. Who Number four was Joe Mixon. At 1,100 <laughs> yards rushing. At 1,100 yards. No, he wasn't. You want to know who's number five? Chris Carson. Do you even know who he plays for? He had 1,100 yards. He had 1,100 yards. There's only three prime backs in football. Zeke, Saquon, and Gurley. And Gurley got busted up knees. And you want to know what the Rams front office is having dinner saying tonight? Man. Well, we paid him that Why didn't we wait another year? Yeah. We were able to save that money. But shout out to Gurley. I'm glad he got paid. And I want Zeke to get paid. I just don't know if I can pay him. <laughs> so, with me looking at this running back list, it makes me feel a lot better. Because Adrian Peterson was the seventh leading rusher in football last year. Wow. Mm-hmm. Say the Philip Lindsay for the Broncos. was the ninth. Was the ninth leading rusher. Guess how many yards he rushed for last year? Just a thousand. <laughs> so guess who was? Guess how many yards the number ten rusher football had last year? How many yards? Just throwing them out. I say about Nick Chubb with nine hundred and ninety-six yards rushing. He was the number ten carrier in football. So all I'm saying is though. Out of all these teams who are on this list, only two of these teams made the playoffs last year. That's the Cowboys, and that was the Rams. Nobody else did. Panthers didn't. Did the Titans make the playoffs last year? No. Okay. I know wherever Adrian Peterson played last year, they ain't made the playoffs. <laughs> did the Broncos fall? Nope. Jags didn't. You know, that's our offense. Running, huh? Run the ball. So let's three, go to the teams three, three, who had three. running backs who made the playoffs last year. Alvin Kamara finished 18 split carries. He's going to be the man this year, but he's been 18. Kareem Hunt. Well, we ain't going to talk about him because he got kicked out. All right. Lamar Jackson was the 27th rusher in the NFL last year. <laughs> Mark Ingram was the 29th rusher in the NFL last year. Do we know who Tom Brady's start running back was last year? He's not even on, he's not even on his list. He's not on the list. He's not on the list. <laughs> he's not on the list. They're giving me the top 39. They're not even going past 39. He's not on the list. So when I saw this list, it made me feel better. I love Z. I'm probably his biggest fan. I love to see 21 on the field. But I'm thinking long term, bro. I can't think of another quarterback Jerry can go get. I can't think of another top 10 wide receiver Jerry can go get when I got him already in camp. And I know that big names are coming up who we can cinch up that defense. I, can, I know I can get Ramsey. Really good, though. I, but I know I can get yeah, better. They, they get Ramsey. It's, I know different. I can get Ramsey, bro. Yeah, that's that's different. When you and I know I can draft. I know I can draft. And I know I can draft. 
So if Zeke and the Cowboys can't come to a uh, 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 something where they can agree on the deal, man. What you think? Zeke trying Let to get go. about 70 million? No. Who gonna pay nah, him? Well, the mark, the market, him? Who the you gonna trade him to? Girl, got 60, so what you think he's trying to get about 70? Yeah, but the runner, he he got 60, what? That's his whole deal? 60-something million with like... 30-something guaranteed? 30 million guaranteed. guaranteed. Yeah, yeah, like, okay, so cool. What, 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 you think somebody will pay him? Trying to get in that, somebody will pay him? You trying to, he trying uh, to get in that 60 range? Somebody will pay him? Yeah, Zeke won't be the top pay, pay back in I want to know what... I'm, so, I'm pretty sure Do, Dallas didn't... They ain't even offered no deal yet? They say they miles away on the deal. That's all they saying. Hmm. Papa Gary, how you feel, man? Jared didn't pay Emmett until they lost two straight. One and two. Yeah. Until they lost two straight. So what you think he gonna do for Z? Nothing. Jerry said in the they press conference. You don't need a rushing attack to win the Super Bowl. He said you don't need a rushing attack to win the Super Bowl. I'm about to say you heard what Jerry said the other day. That let me know everything I need to know. That let me know everything you know. It's been, it's been real. Papa Gary in the building, man. Thank you, Papa Gary. Right, hey, we appreciate you coming through, man. Showing us the love, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. Be easy. So, yeah, man. Uh, just like you. Leaving it all. But, uh, yeah, man. So, we'll see what happens in Dallas, man. I'm just coming to the grips of I just don't. I just don't. I just don't know. I just don't know who you. Do you keep them? Do you keep them? You can't. You just can't. If we can't come to a deal that's going to be cowboy friendly. Steven Jones is under impression that we can sign them all. But uh, from this because list. They, only, they really only paying from, Demarcus Lawrence. Bro, right? Todd Gurley had 1,200 yard, 1200 yards rushing last year. 1,200. He only had 113 more rushing yards than Joe Mixon. Come on, man. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, dog. I want to keep him. I want him. Don't want to let him go. But I, we got to do what's best for this team because if Dak continues to improve like he has been, Dak's been getting slowly better, bro. Better and better and better. So why do you think they're still waiting on on, on Mari then? What they trying to see? Well, Mari did not up till the end of this year. The end of this year? Yeah. This, and so a, this is last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. And Amari, and Amari is not the type of guy, apparently, that he's going to sit out and wait. Amari going to say, well, when the deal come up, it come up. Either way it go, I'm going to get paid. That's what Cooper said. He said, either way it go, I'm going to get paid. He said, I want to be in Dallas. I love it here. But either way it go, I'm going to get paid. So his mindset is like, bro, you know, I'm just going to go out here and play. And cool, bro. But I'm with Zeke, too. Zeke, like, bro, y'all think I'm going to come in and give another carry to make $2. million this year? And I let League of Russian two out of the last three years? Would have been three years out of the three. Come on, man. So I feel Zeke. So I'm not hating at all. But we'll see what happens, dog. All right, man, so that's going to wrap up our NFL talk, man. You know, it was loaded, man. We're going to go right into the NBA, man. We had a few things take place, and we're going to talk a little uh, society here. Uh, we rarely do that here in the sports desk, but uh, we feel like it's appropriate today. The topic is basically LeBron James being a dad. All right, so apparently, not apparently, over the past uh, couple of weeks, LeBron has been uh, showing up at Bronny Jr.'s AAU games. And, uh, of course, he has a great relationship with his son. And the team and everybody there. And these people are out here having a good time watching this game. 
And clips come out of LeBron dunking in the layup line, dapping these kids up, you know, just creating a great environment for an AAU game. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, as soon as the sun rises on a Monday morning and all the sports people come back talking, uh, what's up, baby? All the sports people come back talking. Now it's, what is LeBron doing? Why is he out there showing out? Why is he out there stealing all the shine from the kids? Why can't Bron go sit down like the other parents? Why? It's just been back and forth and back and forth negative criticism of somebody being a dad or even being a part. You y'all, y'all think that who you think who you think got the AAU team going probably? Who you think? LeBron is his team. Okay, so due to the fact that LeBron is trying to create a nice energy in an AAU game, this ain't a high school game because we've never seen LeBron set foot on a high school game where Bron was playing. Never. He's on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Doing the real games, doing the real season. Right. AAU ain't nothing but a glorified pickup right. with the best teams in the area. But people on Fox, on ESPN, are bashing them. Okay. <laughs> I disagree. I'd like to address the annex of the latest helicopter dad to land on Sports Earth. LeBron's Oval. I- I'm sorry. I meant LeVar James. Damn it. I meant to say LeBron. Marinovich. Mm. Oh, 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 never mind. You, you get my point. LeBron James is isn't the first, nor will he be the last, partner. sports dad oh, to make himself the focus of his child's burgeoning athletic career. As money is poured into professional sports, so have Lamar Marinovich's and the LeVar Balls. Super dads anxious to groom their son's skills and bask in the glory of their success. This weekend, new footage emerged of LeBron performing his super dad routine and LeBron Jr.'s AAU game. LeBron joined his son in the pregame layup line, executing an assortment of dunks. Once play got underway, LeBron celebrated wildly on the sideline and on the court. This is all pretty much standard operating procedure for LeBron at his son's game. I'm sure someone has convinced LeBron that the subsequent viral videos are a good thing. In his mind, LeBron is making fatherhood cool and fun again. Wow. I disagree. LeBron is making a spectacle of himself a circus of his son's early playing days, and using his son's games as yet another platform to build the LeBron All right, social bro. media. <laughs> All right, hey, Jason Whitlock, if you just happen to hear this dog, you an idiot, bro. What you're saying, you're an idiot, bro. Let's just keep it 100 real quick, dog. I wish if I was in the sporting world like a Bronny Jr., that I'd look up and i see my daddy out there absorbing all of that energy and having that much interest in what I got going on at 14 years old. Mm-hmm. And we're not talking about a regular dad who's a mailman in California. We're talking about <laughs> LeBron James, who is worldly renowned as the biggest superstar in sports probably ever next to Michael Jordan and Serena Williams. Hey, Tiger Woods, you name him, put him up there with him. Put him up there. So we're not talking about a guy here who's not bringing a positive energy to this stadium. We're not talking about a guy who's not instilling the confidence in these kids who are giving these kids an experience they'll never have again. When Bronny Jr. continues his career in basketball, the kids who he's playing with right now, they won't have this experience no more. But you know what that experience is going to do for those kids for the rest of their life? Impact them on the biggest, on, in the biggest way possible. The kid that's sitting in the stands at that AAU game watching LeBron have a good time before the game starts. We ain't talking during the game. The game didn't start and wanting to time out. And he went out there and showed up. No, nah, this was before the game. Loosening up, having a good time. 
for both teams. Not just Ronnie's team, the other team as well. So he being a father, LeBron James didn't grow up with a dad. He grew up in the slums with a single mama who worked three jobs to try to get this man food and clothes and, and had to give LeBron up to his, his uh, middle school basketball coach to take care of him because she couldn't because she had to work three jobs with no daddy around. And to this day, we don't know if he has a relationship with his father. So what you thought was going to happen when LeBron James had kids? What you thought was going to happen when LeBron James was gifted a son with the skill set of LeBron James Jr., where he could be a part of the world that his son is a part of? He's proud of his son. He wants to be there. He's living in a fairy tale life of a, as a father who just so happens to know how to play basketball really good. So Jason Whitlock and all you idiots out there who are saying he's taking a shine from the kid. He's taking a shine. Okay, if you want to say that, whatever. But those kids still went out there and played that game. Those kids still went out there and had their moments. Whoever won that game, they won that game. LeBron James wasn't on the floor. He wasn't there. But we just choose once again to ignore the fact that LeBron James school has just opened up for the second year. We just choose to forget that LeBron has given all these kids free tuition, given their parents who don't have jobs, jobs, free uniforms, free lunch, free bicycle and helmet to get to school, free bus passes to their parents who can't get to work. Why are we not, why are we not talking about that? Oh, because it's not the right thing to do. Let's talk about the negative things that can get us a few ratings. Jason Whitlock and Marcellus Wiley, your Speak For Yourself show is trash. <laughs> and y'all spending y'all time talking about this instead of about something that can get you better ratings? Yeah, I, I ain't know this nigga together. Like, this is my first time. Exactly. I can, every time I see Jason Whitlock like, talking, I'm thinking that he's on uh, a Colin show or something like that. I, this is my, I'm just seeing that yeah. he has his own With that show and Marcellus Wiley. I... You could have gave me a thousand guesses and put a gun to my head. You could have gave me to the end of time and it been to over. guess. And gave me all of them. When you say yeah. play for the Cowboy Chargers, I still would have never got it. Like, yeah. never would have got it. You know, so that, you know, this is Jason Whitlock's, this is his tactic. You know what I'm Fred, saying? Like he, he Fred, knows. let's get them gunshots for that idiot. Yeah. That, that, <laughs> he, he knows how to get his, um, he knows how to, like, get his buzz, his buzz going. And yeah. it's the only way because yeah, this is the only time, you know what I'm saying, we talk about him. And let me say this, and I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Uh-huh. I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Right. Whitlock, kill yourself. <laughs> kill yourself. Because I want to break this. I really want to break this thing down. Because I've looked at these videos over and <laughs> over and over again because I'm in awe. Yeah. Like, I'm in awe. Like, I look at myself like, yeah. I got three boys. Yeah. I have a 14-year-old that's, that's going to high school for to play high school football. Mm-hmm. And I know and, and, and I know how I am at the games. Yeah. And my wife tell me, baby, you too loud. You too loud. And I look at it, I'm like, man, look at And I'm not a LeBron James. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I look nine, at you, it. You a nine to five daddy. Thank you. <laughs> but you got that love and that passion. But I got that kids. love and that passion for my kids. I'm a nine-to-five daddy. What the hell you think I'm going to be doing when Kyrie play basketball? We're going to be doing damn black fields, and we can't even do a black field. <laughs> we're going to find a way to get one off, though. We're going to find a way to get one off, though. Yeah, I read Jason Whitlock. I don't, I don't this think is my thing, to. Whitlock. This is what I wanted to get to, Whitlock. I understand LeBron. I understand. I, I love LeBron with doing the uh, layup line with the kids. 
You freaking idiot. When LeBron Jr. was when LeBron James Jr. was playing, LeBron was on the sideline just flexing his muscle. Yeah, you know, that's my boy. You freaking idiot. His son wasn't even on the court playing in that game. If you go back and look at the video, Bronny Jr. was on the sideline. Uh, sitting where LeBron was sitting at, but so everybody was so focused on LeBron jumping on the court, and he was doing his he was his 15 and up AAU team was on the court making him go crazy. Not his son, right. not his son. His son don't even play on that team. You freaking idiot! Go back and look at the video, <laughs> and get your facts right on what you're looking at. Word man. Yeah, and I know Fred, you were just saying like you don't think on the st- Whitlock don't even have kids, right? Yeah, on like the, I don't, he ain't really even got kids. And- on, on the strength of this, on the strength of it, it not even being Bronny James. Uh-huh. That was that was on the court when the, the the one that we're talking about is the one where he ran on the court and his shoe came off. Yeah, these are kids that LeBron is changing these kids' lives, man. These kids that those kids that you see made to play that LeBron went crazy on are at his house every day. Every day. Every single day. Every day, go look at his, go look at his Instagram and go look at his story and see who's at his house with Bronny Jr. and those guys hanging out with Shaq's son and those boys. They all hang out together. LeBron James is changing AAU basketball the way that it's seen. I'm sorry, AAU basketball has been around for years. LeBron changing Why do you want? You do you know they're selling tickets to go to a tournament in Vegas for people to go just to watch? AAU, you know, they're Brian, selling tickets. Brian changed even our high school basketball. Because, I mean, we used to well, have, you, like, yeah, yeah. you know, a high school, somebody's coming out of high school. I think Kevin Garnett. Like, yeah. you heard rumblings. Like, you heard yeah. little rumblings of Kobe. Yeah. Never really got to see them guys playing on yeah. ESPN and stuff like yeah. that. When LeBron hit the scene, it was like, oh, this nigga game was on ESPN. Like, so I'm before he even got in the position of power to change Tip. stuff, he did. We... For years, July and June has always been the deadest months in sports. Mm-hmm. Always, Not for no years, more. we always, whole life. we no didn't more. even notice that. We, we maybe had a week, these last two weeks maybe have been kind of dead, but we didn't even notice that we would be, that LeBron blessed us with a summer of sports. Until, like, until me at least, until last week. And I said, damn, it's kind of boring in sports for these last two weeks. And I'm like, wait a minute, we used to go summers. We used to go whole months, summer with no months, action on nothing. Months. On, and now we go a whole football, month and a half after basketball end. And it's like, damn, football back? Yep. Like, I, that was quick. Yep. We, You know, we barely no missed us. Yeah, no, we really didn't have a break. Yeah, yeah, you know, man. and then if baseball could draw any fucking interest, that could be the little gap of it. Yeah. So LeBron has changed not only for just basketball, but just the sports landscape, period. Yeah, for, for all ages, for yeah. all teams. So, well, he, it's just, we in the moment right now. That's the reason why he yeah. getting this. After this shit, he going to be looking at as a god. Like, I'm listen, telling you. Listen to me. I just, man, I feel like with with this AAU basketball, the light has been shined on AAU basketball, like I told you when we were talking right. about the show. The light has been shined on AAU basketball the way it's never been since LeBron James was in high school. Right. You really was. You really hadn't been paying attention to AAU basketball like that. Right. Once Only you see LeBron like and Hooper like Hooper once you seen them kids that class with like LeBron, Melo, and them when they was playing AAU ball against each other, that's when you really were watching. But right, it started around the that talent, time. the talent, the talent that we got coming up. If y'all don't look at Ball is Life on Instagram and go look at these YouTube. kids, man, yeah. the, yep. the things that these kids doing, yeah. it is insane, and it's and it's headed in its spirit by LeBron James. LeBron. 
check this out though, Black. You gotta imagine like it eventually, like kids are gonna start getting paid. Like you got a high school star yeah. at the slums. Like LeBron got paid through high school. Man, mm-hmm. can pull up in a Hummer. Oh. You know, so he's like just breaking the barrier of like we still arguing if college kids should get paid. We're coming to some. Bronny should be getting paid. Now. Lil Wayne's son should be getting paid. Now. They finna fill that gym up. They finna put them games on ESPN. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I need a, a contract to say, okay, when I turn 18, I can touch this money, something yeah. like that. So LeBron is just blowing this thing yeah. wide open to show everybody that we have leverage in all this shit. We got the eyeballs. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It, down to I want to see LeBron and Lil Wade. You know what I'm saying? Playing yeah, together. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They deserve my dollar. Like yeah. they had the high school and yeah. ESPN. Fuck the coaches. Fuck that. Them kids deserve it. So Bron yeah. is setting up to where it's like, man, fuck making it to the pros to get out the slum. If you're great in high school, it could be your local yeah. car dealership. You yeah. go ten grand. I mean, they hand you a ten thousand dollars check. But you see it. But you never had nothing really. Yeah. Some of these, some of these kids going overseas. They be like, man, bump that going to college. I'm gonna go overseas, overseas. And get this right, money. Bro. Go play for two years and then come back and go in the NBA. Yep. Go in the draft. Yep. Be a top ten, top fifteen pick. Yeah, like, bro, why? Friend hit it on the head, man. I think the pair, the the, the 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 landscape is just starting to really get in gear. You know, with the kids getting compensated, but. I want to speak on this one last thing, and we're going to move on from this with the LeBron factor. If people just take the time to remove themselves from their their thoughts and their opinions against against what they believe morally within themselves, and then take a look at what this really means, then you wouldn't have those opinions. You wouldn't have those thoughts. Like I said, if I was a young kid at the PAL hooping, <laughs> I'm praying to God my daddy in the stands. Mm-hmm. Or my right. mom in the stands, or some anybody's up right, there, anybody, <laughs> and it's just showing me a little support. Right. Let alone a kid who is as talented as LeBron James Jr., who his daddy just so happens to be the best player in the world. And if right. you don't think if LeBron James Jr. would have had a problem with his dad showing out, you don't think LeBron would Jr. would have came to his daddy, right? You don't think it would have been? But no, what do we see? We see them on Instagram with thirty thousand kids at the house right. having Taco Tuesday. Well, these people not used to any like oh. like you know a lot of people they not used to just Come those on. relationships. It's weird. Bro, I guess still to the black man. Yeah, they never they seen. You know what it is, bro? People just want to hate on LeBron James, bro. Whatever he do or whatever he on, yeah. they got to find something negative in it. And then you trying it's to reach, to you trying to reach for this man with his kids. It's wild to me, though. Like, come on, bro. It's wild to me, though. This this man child like what are y'all doing and i get it and i get it from well i somewhat get it you know i heard shannon sharp shannon sharp the biggest lebron fan on tv mm-hmm. and shannon was like yeah you know that if that was me you know i i'm i chill out a little bit more you know what i'm saying i really won't be doing nothing like that at my kids games mm-hmm. that's time for my kid to shine stuff like that so i understand like he come from an older background lebron james is just barely 30 years old this is new right. day and age you know what man. i'm saying and, and and the lights camera action generation that we in this is welcome with open arms. And those, the older regime, they got to get with it or get out the way. Because either way it go, guess what? It's coming. Right. And it's not stopping. So, you know, y'all chill on that with LeBron, man. Let's let's clap up for what he doing positive. Let's clap up for what he really got going on out here, man. Let's not take knocks at the man for being expressive at a kid's AAU game where those kids were on their Instagrams and their Twitters and on the phone with their best friends and family members showing and recording videos of LeBron James dunking in the AAU gym. That's what was happening. <laughs> not right. no one tweet. Oh, man, LeBron is in. He just, we can't even get on the court and get, get the layup line going. Right. So get out of here. Jason right. Whitlock. 
Retire, dog. Because yeah, I want to see a a, 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 a no-name kid or just Smoe Joe out there get on the, the No, I want to see LeBron. LeBron. I, can't, I paid $10 <laughs> for yeah. So let me see LeBron. And I get to see LeBron in the layup line? Yeah. I will take that I'll option. I'll take that, sir. Thank you, sir. But anyway, all right, man. So let's kind of keep it going, man. I just want to kind of speak on Paul George and uh, Kawhi Leonard at the L.A. Clippers press conference that they had last week. And just had one beef. One beef only. Now, while these guys were being courted to come play for the Lakers, wasn't it said that these guys were big Laker fans growing up? Mm -hmm. Kobe was their idol. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Kobe, Laker, perfect gold. Everything Laker. But both you ducks. (laughs) Yeah, both of you, because now you're on my list, because you're lying. Tell me we've always been Clipper fans. Kawhi Leonard, the bear of basketball, which is way, be- way better with the Clippers. Paul George, you know, even though Kobe is my idol. How Kobe your idol, but you rooted for the Clippers? You lying, bruh. Ain't no way Kobe was your idol you went repping purple and gold, bruh. I get it, y'all Clippers, but keep it funky, dog. Bro, they got pictures with you with Laker jerseys on, bruh. Keep it funky, right. dog. Don't get up here and be capping on us, bruh. And Kawhi, I'm starting to believe you did hold us hostage, dog. I'm starting to believe. At first, I didn't want to believe, but I believe you held us hostage, dog. Yeah, you did. And you bro, got I up got on that podium and you lied, bro. Bro, I got banned off Twitter because I said that. Like, I cussed. I, if people want to know why I got banned off Twitter, it's because I cussed that nigga. Like, this was three, four days yeah. before he signed yeah, to the club. Because Kawhi let out on Twitter. Because I knew exactly what was going he on. Lying. I was like, come on, bro. Like, he ain't got to lie, bro. Come on. Not, like, you, you doing dirty shit now. You know right. what I'm saying? Like. We could have been, and luckily we didn't miss out on too much. Cause yeah. who do we really miss out on? You know, not by not signing. I'm just glad we got Boogie. You know, we can keep it moving. But right. yeah, Kawhi. Try, I feel like that's what he was trying to do. Right. And if they can, well, they can, they still like he's got one more spot for Andre Iguodala. They said they hoping one more roster spot for when um, yeah, Memphis, or whoever he with buy him when out. they release him. Yeah, yeah. buy what well, buy him out. Yeah. So you know, Clipper, uh, Kawhi, PG, y'all cheer, but we'll get back to y'all later. And last but not <laughs> least, man, uh, Steve Kerr. Black, what you think about Steve Kerr spending all his time and devoted free time taking shots at Anthony Davis, wanting to move locations, play basketball elsewhere, and take control of his career when coaches and GMs and owners every day throw players around like they're nothing. Y'all got Jeremy Lin out here crying in his country <laughs> because he's been released and can't get nobody to pick him up. That shit was hilarious. Yeah, I laugh. But... Anthony Davis done been in New Orleans for seven seasons, and he's like, okay, enough is enough. So, Black, how you feel about Steve Kerr spending time just being two-faced, bro? Well, he's an ass, bro. <laughs> I think I think, I think, think Kendrick Perkins said it best, bro. Like, bro, who, who are you to come on to, to, to tell a reporter or a podcast, whatever you were on, uh, something about a, a somebody wanting to leave their team, and you talking about – you think players should play their contracts out? Right. But did y'all do that with KD? Nope. Right, bro. Yeah. Nope. Huh? Nope. You weren't saying they, that they with, want... K- with KD, but you know what I think it is? I think the writing's on the wall for you, and you know that your time could possibly is coming down a little bit, and other teams on the rise, and you feel oh, like, ah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I can get me another championship just yet. Yeah. So you see other teams rising up, now you want to speak out. Yeah. But when y'all was on top, you ain't have nothing to say. Yeah. He was cool with when doing you acquired, it. When you acquired Kevin Durant, who took control of his destiny and told Oklahoma City he didn't want to play for them anymore, I'm pretty sure you ain't asking him no questions about that. Didn't ask him no questions. Sign right here, sir. Steve yeah. Kerr. Steve so, Kerr. If you're stupid. hearing this podcast, you just so to hear this. kill, <laughs> kill your damn self. Sign black. 
Fred, where you at, man, with Kerr, man? I know how you feel. I just let the people know, man. Yeah, it, you know, he got to cut that shit out. I mean, yeah. he, he done had the league for the last six, seven damn years. like In his hands. You're right. Like, yeah. cut it out. You know, like, I, I understand feeling a certain type of way, but, you know, for you to stack the odds that much against the rest of the NBA, yeah. and for it, for, the NBA is pretty even right now. For it to get back even, and you still say, oh, Anthony Davis, fuck New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? They got Zion Williamson and th- three other ready starters out of the deal. Like, we sitting up acting like New Orleans just didn't get nothing out of the deal. They got way more than they should have got, sure. to be honest with you. Sure. You know what I'm saying? If I'm, if, They better be lucky that LeBron James is in his t- – If you know if LeBron James was, like, 28 years old, we had time to wait it out? For sure. I was okay. Let's see what the Celtics got. I would have waited it out. I would have waited two years. I'm saying, nigga, I'm giving y'all a first-round pick in Lonzo Ball. That's my offer. With Anthony Davis telling the rest of the NBA, I'm not resigning none of these places. I would have waited you out, but they lucky LeBron is at the tail end of his career, and we need Anthony Davis right now. So that's why they looked up and got all of that back for Anthony Davis, but it could have went way worse, my nigga. Mm-hmm. So Curry need to sit back and say, like, damn, like, New Orleans sitting up here with all this talent, all these picks, and got Zion. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, cut it out. Cut it out. And, and the boy didn't want to be there, period. Yeah, I, I I just think Steve Kerr, man, just wasted time. I mean, there was really no need for him to say that. Like, you you could have said that off air. You know what I'm saying? You just made yourself look dumb. You know what I'm saying? You not realize you're a head coach in the NBA. You don't realize, like, you are with the general manager and the president of basketball operations every day making these type of decisions. So when a player decides that they want to make this decision for themselves and their family and their future and everything they got going on, you want to get on there and you name Anthony Davis by name? You said Anthony Davis. Like, you ain't even say, like, the players are doing this because he signed a contract. He should honor his contract. Bruh, stop. Stop that, dog. Like, you sound like a dummy saying that. And you know what you're doing, sir? Free agents? They don't want to talk to you, sir. Right. And the next two years, you'll probably be fired from Golden State anyway. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we'll see. Take your three rings and go back to being an analyst on TNT in the next two seasons when you really see how it feels to be out here. Because you ain't never had to be out here. Right, yep. You know what I'm saying? Always so we about to see. I just dislike that, dog. And I, and I like Steve Kerr because he outspoken. And, oh, yeah, I love but Steve I just, Kerr. I, just, I still like him. But I just like, bro, you got to chill with that. You got to chill with that, uh, your views on that, bro. Like, be real, dog. All right, man, so we're going to move on out from the NBA, and I'm uh, going to spend a few minutes on boxing here. Manny Pacquiao, Floyd Mayweather, going back and forth, jabbing, taking shots on Twitter, on Instagram. Seems like they're trying to, uh, well, the Pacquiao team is trying to brew up for Pacquiao, Mayweather, too. Uh, Black, you want to see that? Nope. No. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to see that. Man. Why you don't want to see it, Black? Because, man, it was disappointing the first time. I guess they waited too late the first time to do it, so it was kind of yeah. like... Ugh, you know what I'm saying? And Pacquiao fights really ain't haven't been exciting. You know, it's the last fight he had, he just beat a dude up. You know what I'm saying? He, you know, shout out, shout out to uh, Pac-Man. You know what I'm saying? Came through with the 12-rounder, like I said. Win. So you think Floyd uh, going to beat him? I think Floyd beat him again easy, man. You know what I'm saying? They saying they want to put it on him being hurt, but. I don't want to see it, but I will watch it. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't want to see it, but uh, <laughs> free for you sure. know, I like to see. I like to see Floyd engaging because that always make you think that it's a chance he will come back. Yeah. And I want to see. I I would like to see Floyd fight again, but fight yeah, something worth Floyd it, man. Like again. if you're gonna come fight, get one of them fights and get you three hundred million. This fight ain't finna get you three hundred million, bro. I think it will. 
Yeah. It's not. With him just being thermal, not the I, second time, bro. I think like, if they announce it, everything gonna get real from there. I think us just talk about it, knowing that it's probably that, not a possibility. And I think that's the only reason people want to fight floor because they know they can get over a hundred million dollars. Oh yeah, you getting paid? Oh, yeah. yeah, Pacquiao, yeah. you on it? You, you I know that? Pacquiao, yeah. you, you only got twelve million right. to fight Keith Thurman. And yeah. then you know people just dollars. gonna think. You know, oh, he can Floyd, beat him. Floyd's you know? worst payday was against <laughs> the last guy Andre he fought. What did Andre Berto get? Andre like, Bur- what, $60 million yeah. to fight Berto? That was yeah. his lowest payday and that in was the last a, uh, 10 years, bro. And, and, and that was a CBS fight. They put it on regular TV. So, like, what, what y'all talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. But, yeah, I don't want to see it either. I don't really have really too much to say on it. Pacquiao trying to bait him. He trying to get him to go. But with Floyd, we all know that price got to be right. If that price is right, we're going to see Floyd and Pac-2. If that price ain't going to be right, we're not going to see it. So, would it be something good for boxing? Yeah, just for that night, you know, but not the overall landscape because we got Fury and Wilder and we got Mexican Butterbean and we got Terrence Crawford and Keith, no, not Keith Thurman, you bum. Um, uh, what's my man name? Earl Spence Jr. Like, we got Javante Davis. Like, it's a good group of fighters out here, you know what I'm saying, that are uh, carrying a new wave of boxing. I think boxing is in pretty good shape versus what we were talking about towards the end of last year, you know what I'm saying? So, it'll be good for boxing for one night. Uh, Floyd and Mayweather, uh, Floyd and Pacquiao too. So we'll see how it goes. You wouldn't buy the pay per view? Nah, it'll be free. Definitely on the link. Yeah, Hit me on if the you link. Need, if you need <laughs> yeah. the link, get your dog. Uh, <laughs> all right, before we get out of here, man, just a few little other news and notes. Uh, Zion Williamson signed with the Jordan brand. All right, Ooh. apparently the numbers haven't come out yet, but this is the richest deal for a rookie athlete. Um, Woj says he thinks it's close to. Uh, a little over a hundred million dollars. Uh, LeBron James got a ten-year deal, a hundred million dollars when he first came out. Zion's looking like a seven-year deal, a hundred million dollars. So uh, we'll see when the numbers come out. C.J. McCollum, all right, uh, star shooting guard for the Portland Trailblazers, re-signed and got a three-year, hundred million dollar extension. So overall, he's making a, his deal is uh, five years, one hundred and twenty-eight million dollars. Hundred million dollar man, C.J. Congrats to you, bro, getting your money. Uh, and the Blazers also signed Pau Gasol to a one-year deal for the vet minimum. So Portland looking like they're trying to put some pieces together to make a run in the West. They got a good team on paper, you know, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, Kyle Corver, all right. Kyle Corver has signed with the Milwaukee Bucks to get the Bucks a little bit of shooting that they need. Uh, they need more than Kyle Corver, but, hey, Kyle Corver can help, all right. And Fred already said this earlier. The Lakers are leaving a roster spot open to sign Andre Iguodala if he is bought out by the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, that probably will happen uh, as we get closer to the season or training camp. And also, the Lakers signed uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo's younger brother uh, that came out of Wisconsin. Uh, he is signed to the Lakers. He'll be starting in the development league and hope to make the 12-man roster. All right, so he could make that roster. We'll see. Will that be bait for the Lakers to take a stab at Giannis in a couple years? I don't know. We'll see how that goes. All right, and also, Hall of Famer, soon-to-be Hall of Famer, uh, maybe the best power forward to ever play this game, uh, Tim Duncan, is the new assistant coach for the San Antonio Spurs. I was really – uh, surprised to hear and see that. I just didn't think we would see Tim Duncan on the sideline doing any coaching, but I like it. You I know, think it got a lot to do with Pop, too. Yeah, and I yeah, like it. And, yeah. and just the mere fact that he uh, is taking that role leads me to believe, and some other people have been saying, too, Duncan might be the successor to Popovich. Oh, yeah. If Popovich retired, Tim Duncan could be the next head coach of the San Antonio Spurs, and his temperament, I think he would do well. Look what Larry Bird did for the Pacers. Larry Bird got the Bulls to the NBA Finals, and they were competitive for the four years he coached in Indiana. He was. You they know, were, so, yeah. uh, you know, we'll see how that goes. Uh, also, this past weekend, we had uh, some fights in the fight world. We had Javante Davis take out some bum. Who we took out, Black? Uh, <laughs> this, 
I can't even tell you. I can't even tell you this guy named uh, Ricardo Nunez. Okay. He took out uh, second round KO, easy work uh, in his hometown. Yeah. Uh, the, the 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 kid is is putting on the show, man. Yeah, Devontae, um, yeah. Devontae Davis. Uh, something. Yeah. Yeah, something from uh, that that Forbes put on Twitter. Uh, Javante Davis retweeted it from Forbes. Numbers. Uh, Numbers indicate that Devontae Davis' appeal is a rising star, and he will be boxing's next pay-per-view attraction. That's that's according to Forbes. Yeah, keep going. But um, the kid is man. He's he, he's he's rising. Uh, they're trying to put him on a level with Florida, and I just wouldn't put him there yet. I think it's a little too early. Um, he really hasn't had a meaningful fight. Everybody he's fought has been bums in, in my eyes. Right. So. Um, but it's some potential that he could uh, have another big fight coming up this fall with uh, Tevin Farmar, who is a champ at the 130-pound super featherweight division. Did he call him out? Yeah, okay. they called each other out. Devontae Davis holds two belts there, and uh, Farmar holds uh, holds another belt there as well. So yeah. okay. hopefully we'll get to see that this summer. But uh, the kid is on the rise. I just All wouldn't right. put him in the talks with a Floyd Mayweather yet. Okay. Uh, it's, but we, you know, we we boxing fans, we love to see the knockout and people get put to sleep. If that's what you that's what you want to see twenty four seven, that's the kid to watch because he's doing it. Yeah, Everybody he's, he's fought, he's put to sleep except one. He's only yeah. went the distance one time in his little short career that yeah. he's had. He's twenty one and oh, you know, uh, 20, 20 KOs. Yeah, he's a young and exciting fighter. He's somebody to watch for. Um, now we're near Floyd Mayweather's level just yet. Uh, he got to keep working and do work to do. But I will say he is exciting. And he could be another good uh, uh, piece for boxing as the sport gets in better shape. All right. All right, this past weekend we had UFC 240. We had Max Holloway defend the 145-pound featherweight championship. Defeated Frankie Edgar by a five-round decision. Uh, Max Holloway is coming off a loss. He was going for the lightweight title where he lost to Dustin Poirier. Uh, in a five-round slugfest as well. But Max Holloway looked better than ever. Um, he got the win, and uh, he's going to keep going 21-4. and four. Uh, He may be the greatest featherweight of all time. He hasn't lost a fight at featherweight in 10 years. All right, so uh, his streak is going and going. All right, we also had Chris Cyborg get back in the win column. She defeated Felicia Spencer in a very good fight, very entertaining fight than what most people expect. It went all three rounds. Felicia Spencer is game, all right? She was 7-0, and she was throwing them kicks, throwing punches. But she just ain't have enough. Ain't have enough to rock Cyborg. Cyborg was dropping haymakers on this girl. And she ate every last one of them. Mm. She ate every last one of them. So now Chris Cyborg is a free agent. And like she's going to be leaning towards going to Bellator. All right. She has a big feud with Dana White. She wants Dana White to apologize publicly about some things Dana White has done and has said. It doesn't look like we're going to get that rematch with Amanda Nunes. I want to see that at 145 for the featherweight uh, championship. I want to see that rematch just to make sure my eyes weren't playing tricks on me uh, a few months ago when Nunes disposed of Cyborg in the first round in the first minute and 13 seconds of that fight. So we'll have to keep a close eye on Cyborg and uh, see if she ends up resigning with the UFC or does she go to her next promotion and go to Bellator and win the title there. All right, so we'll see how that goes. All right, guys, we're getting ready to wrap up. Get out of here. Just a few things to watch for before we get out of here. All right, this weekend, we have the Hall of Fame ceremony, all right? The 2019 class, excuse me, the class of 2019 NFL Hall of Fame class will be inducted. We got guys like Johnny Robinson, uh, Kevin uh, Mawai. We got Ty Law, Tony Gonzalez, Gil Brandt, Pat Dolan, Champ Bailey. Shout out to Champ. I love Champ Bailey growing up. And uh, we got... The man, the greatest safety, in my opinion, to ever played a game, Ed Reed. 
going into the Hall of Fame. All right. So that will take place this Saturday at seven o'clock only on ESPN. And as we're doing the show, the Hall of Fame game is happening right now. The Denver Broncos and Atlanta Falcons are playing the Hall of Fame game. First game of football is here, guys. So that's going on right now. And last but not least, UFC on ESPN this Saturday at 3 o'clock. They're being bumped by the Hall of Fame. That's why this card starts so early. If you want to see a slug fence, if you want to see two dudes just throwing hands until somebody go to sleep, you got 14-1 former interim welterweight champion Kobe Covington, who I can't stand, versus 28-13 legend former welterweight strap holder Robbie Lawler. All right, that will be the main event 3 o'clock Saturday from New York City. In the Prudential Center, or New Jersey, from the Prudential Center, only on uh, ESPN. Not ESPN Plus, it's going to be on regular TV, ESPN. And then we got a great um, co-main event. Got some legends, man. You got Jim Miller at 30 and 13 going against the firecracker Clay Guido, who Ooh, just went into yeah, the Hall of Fame. Yeah. He just went into the UFC Hall of Fame with Diego Sanchez um, this past uh, July. Uh, so that's going to be a real good scrappy fight, man. If you want to see some legends get down, that's the fight to see. All right, man, so that pretty much wraps up everything we got here. We had an action-packed show. We want to thank Papa Gary for coming through, uh, Black's father, uh, talking to some sports. Shout out, Pop. Kicking it with us, man, showing us some love. Uh, We thank y'all for all the support once again on SoundCloud and iTunes where y'all can catch our show. Y'all check out the Instagram, Reduce Lunch Sports. Y'all check out the Twitters as well, uh, Reduce Lunch. And we thank y'all again for the support. And uh, once again, man, one of your sportsologists, Deja L. Higgs Jr. in the building. Uh, you can catch me at uh, Twitter and on Instagram with the same name, uh, Deja Hicks Jr. Man, y'all hit me up, man. Where you at, Black? And this your man, Black. You can catch me at uh, Black ENL3 on Instagram and Twitter. Yes, sir. And Fred, Fred, yeah. where you at, baby? Casual Jags fan. You can catch me, uh, Freddie Bricks, on all platforms. Freddie with a Y. Man, Fred got a lot of fans, man. A lot of people at my job listen to the show, man, and they either love or they hate Fred, man. So it's real funny when I hear the interaction. First thing people say, man, who is Fred, dog? Like, who is this dude, Fred? So it's real funny when I get them. I got it actually yesterday. Uh, one of the one of the guys who I work with, man, he wanted to know about Fred, man. So shout out Fred, man. So all right, y'all. We'll get with y'all at a later date. We'll catch y'all around, man. Yeah.